Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Did you ever make anything happen? Anything you couldn't explain? You're a wizard, Harry. I'm a what? Dear Mr. Potter, we are pleased to inform you that you have been accepted at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. In a few moments, you will pass through these doors and join your classmates. Keep an eye on the staircases. They like to change. Good afternoon, class. Welcome to your first flying lesson. Stick your right hand over the broom and say up. Up. Oh, uh. Wow. <laughs> Mr. Longbottom, no! Mr. Longbottom, Mr. Longbottom, exactly where do you think you're going? Do you really have the scar? Wicked. Mr. Potter, our new celebrity. First years should note that the dark forest is strictly forbidden. That no magic's to be used between the classes and the corridors. Petrificus totalis. The third floor corridor is out of bounds to everyone who does not wish to suffer a most painful death. understand this, Harry, because it's very important. Not all wizards are good. I'm going to bed before either of you come up with another clever idea to get us killed. Or worse, expelled. She needs to sort out her priorities. I think it is clear that we can expect great things from you. And Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> My name is John Rain, and thank you for joining me in the hollowed-out volcano that is Smashpod HQ for a bumper seasonal feast of Yuletide fun. I'm glad I typed that. <laughs> in this Christmas special, this week we'll be heading to deepest King's Cross with a large bearded man on a motorbike who tells us that we're thumping good wizards and capable of squeezing through tight entrances via magic. Yes, it's Harry <laughs> Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. And joining me to get their wands out and wave them about a bit, it's not just <laughs> one Tom, but two 
Messrs. Neenan and Crowley. Hello! Which Tom Lowe. Which sounds Tom like Lowe a shot phlebotomy. from, from um, <laughs> Diagon Alley. Messrs. Yes. Neenan and Crowley. Very nice. Cloak I makers. Think they, the names need to have a few more syllables in them, don't they? Yeah. Like uh, Neenopolis and... Mm. Uh, or is that just Greek? I'm not <laughs> that's sure. Just Greek. That's Greek. I love that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's Mamma Mia, which we're doing next week. Oh, right. Great. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. I wish we were. <laughs> I've done it once already, but I'd definitely do it again. <laughs> Every year, do it again. Um, so yeah, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone, or if you're in Americans, mm-hmm. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, because they didn't, they didn't trust it. him. Yeah, can't handle philosophy. No, I, surely Americans, Americans who don't know what a philosopher is, don't know what a sorcerer is either, right? Surely, mm, surely. You'd think so. You think? I mean, they, it's very insulting that they were like, "This sounds too clever for you know." Were, they, were people put off because they're like, "This sounds like an intellectual film with a goddamn." I don't want to watch no goddamn film about no philosophers. <laughs> they're gonna, gonna shoot watch. up a library. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be my dinner with Andre too. I'm gonna steer well clear. Andre the Giant. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. Mm. Well, I mean, that would be a good film. Is anyone saying that my dinner with Andre too, but it's Andre the Giant, wouldn't be good? Because if Brilliant. you're saying that, you're insane. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm assuming that Wallace Shawn will at some point have had dinner with with Andre. Every the Giant. Andre, Andre Morel, the third Quatermass, <laughs> Andre the Giant, Andre, Andre three thousand, yeah, Andre uh, Andre Melly, was it from Hancock's Half Hour? Yeah, yeah. 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 That is Wallace Andre. Shawn's job before he dies is to have dinner with every single Andre. <laughs> I think he's doing it alphabetically. I think he's going to move on to right. bees after that. Okay. Fair enough. Dave Gorman's going to nick that as the next show idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I imagine. If you're listening, Dave, no offense. Yes, you can um, have that one. Yeah. So, late one night Ooh. in Privet Drive. Oh, can I just say mm. I just want to, because there's a lot of, I love these films so much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're so great. Just want to lay the little tarpaulin of, t- yes, my tarpaulin of, um, <laughs> of snowflake wokery yeah, over right. this whole thing and yeah. go, I love these films. Trans women are women. I love these films. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Christ. I wondered how long it would be before we had to acknowledge it. Like JK Rowling <laughs> shitting her magical bed constantly. <laughs> like- well, look, I just, I, I don't, yeah, she's. I will, I will say I love the films and I think there's a lot to I think there's so much gorgeousness going on in this film and even I, I, I love the acting and everything else anyway I'm not going to preempt too much but I was just like yeah I just want to sprinkle that fairy dust of yeah um, as you say let's, acknowledgement. let's, let's tie the tarpaulin down and move on <laughs> in, in the wizarding world right yeah. wizards they don't have to go to the toilet they just do a shit wherever they're standing and then magic them away into J.K. Rowling's magical bed <laughs> it seems so anyway so that now now the tar- the final Final stake of the tarpaulin's yeah, been nailed and down, we and we're moving enjoy. on. Moving it's Christmas. On. It's goddamn it's, Christmas. It's goddamn Merry Christmas. Christmas. Talking of which, uh, a young child's parents have just been murdered. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Christmas. And I love this because, like, we, the audience clearly doesn't know what actually has happened. You know. Yes. So he's like, they're, they're like, oh, we're going to magically leave this baby on a doorstep. Like, <laughs> These parents have just been murdered. Mm. <laughs> it's and weird, isn't he's it? He's got a scar. Yeah. Is this how I like to imagine that Jared Harris was delivered to Richard Harris like this? Like, he was. Yes. A perfectly formed actor, like the best actor of his generation, just on a doorstep being like, he is yeah. the chosen one. Looking Richard. like he does in Chernobyl, but just with a yeah. tiny baby body. <laughs> and Richard being the drinker he was, was like, I probably fathered this. I <laughs> no it probably makes sense. Not the way it's... I do it usually, but... <laughs> 
It's also quite nice to see the scene where Obi-Wan does drop off Luke with Owen and Beru at this point yeah. as well. Because you don't get to see that in the original <laughs> trilogy. No. And this is the original Privet Drive, right? This is just some houses that people own rather because they couldn't afford to like build whole sets, whereas like later it would be a properly built like yes. house and everything. Yeah, yeah. They I like reconstructed it. this avenue. Yes. In, in Watford, which as someone who comes from Watford, yeah. I have to say, for the record, I find it deeply insulting that it's now called Harry Potter Studios London. Mm. Oh dear, yeah. Have no, you been, incorrect. by the way? Have you been? I have been, yeah. It's good, isn't it? It's Not very for a good. while though, it's probably tons more. I haven't been for about twelve years. Um it's uh No, it's that's got... a lie, ten years. Ten years. Mm. I'm trying to think what would have changed. I think uh, did you have you seen um the Hogwarts Express? No, that was not there. That is that is very good. I hate to I hate to rub it in, but that is very, that are very good. When fashion. I went in, you sit down and it shows you like a tra- a montage trailer of all the films. Yeah, and then the screen magically goes in half. Oh, oh and yeah, you yes, get up yeah. and you walk in. So I okay. I don't now want to it's a this. <laughs> 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 The two hands. Just... Yeah. Um, and the big turd comes through straight into J.K. Rowling's <laughs> magical bed. I don't want to. Um, I, I don't want to go off piece too early. But we mm. went to Harry Potter World for my friend's birthday. My friend at the time was thirty-two. Right. Okay. And they sort of go at the start because you're at these doors, and they sort of set because yeah, like you say, you go there, you see the the film, and then they mm. the, the sort of the screen separates, and there are some doors, and they kind of went like, oh, anyone here's birthday is it? And my friend went, yes, it's my birthday, and she stood up. This thirty-two-year-old like almost barging children out the way yeah. to like turn the key open the door and then enter as you do um hogwarts dining hall which is incredible oh it is incredible mm. when you see that to know that it's a real thing it actually exists and it's still there and it's been so there cool. for a long time with the amount of money they're making from it I'd imagine. oh my goodness yeah yeah you should hope so because everyone wants to try butterbeer and no one finishes it so i think they just have an inexhaustible supply yeah it's, i've it's heard actually... about this it's, it's way too rich right like yeah. I, I should say as well, like when when John Ray asked me to do this, like I've never really liked Harry Potter, <gasps> and if anything, when I was a kid, like I was, when as you are when you're a kid, if if something doesn't feel like it's your thing, you mm. you have to take against it colossally. Mm. So like various friends of mine loved Harry Potter. I thought it was dross for no <laughs> reason. I only ever saw this film and one of the later ones, can't remember which, mm. and uh, only read this book. Hmm. Uh, as a kid, mm. quite soon after it came out, actually, like I think before any of the sequels had emerged, and been like, "Yeah, it's fine," but you know. And now looking <laughs> back, I think I think there's a lot of lovely magical stuff about it. Completely, but that's yeah. the perspective I'm coming from, I must say. So, actually, one of the more magical things I found about this film is is what you're talking about, which is a, a believable, normal English suburb. Yeah, yeah. Not, <laughs> it's impressive, yeah. isn't it? Not like a bunch of sort of Yorkshire terraced houses with people on penny farthings going back and forth, going like, morning, Mr. Tolmondoli. Just like crap old, like, Ford Fiestas <laughs> sat in driveways. Yeah. Also, I thought, I can't believe this is in like a Hollywood film. This is brilliant. <laughs> I mean, this is the, the fact that British input in this film, because you, only in this film would you have Richard Griffiths married to Fiona Shaw. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Is Hollywood. there like 30 years between them, probably, I'm guessing? Yeah. And inches. It would. Which which direction? Harriet Walter now, right? It would be Harriet Walter, one hundred percent. She is the go-to horrible mum now. Yeah, yeah, she's been successioned. She's been she's been fully successioned. She (laughs) she does uh, Chewbacca's bandage in. She does. That's a lot of lot of fun. If you've seen Man Up, she's the mum in Man Up as well. Um, But um, yeah, so we're at the Dursleys. they're fun, aren't they? Obviously, I have to do this. Sorry, uh, uh, we've all we're all uh, alumni of. But the, trans uh, women are women, and trans- okay, <laughs> we've got to do it. 
He's right. No, but I, we're I, moving on, on now. I've moved on. Okay. It's, we're all alumni of Weezing Groaning Sound, so I do have to point out that Dudley Dudley is Patrick yep. Troughton's I grandson. Was, I was going to point of this course. out. Of oh, course. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love there, it. There is a I Troughton in this. Oh, yes. Quality. You can tell because there's a big snake and he gets excited. And we all know he, he grows up to be a, a hottie, doesn't he? Is that... Is it him or is it um? Which one is it? Well, Neville. There's an awkward lad. That's it. Okay. I was going to say because he would be following the family footsteps if you grew up to be sort of an absolute magnet. Yes. What's his name? I can't remember his name, but I've seen him in a few things. If you watch that Coen Brothers thing, the bust, uh, the Ballad of Buster Briggs. Oh yes, yeah. He's in that as the boy with no arms and legs. Right. Right. Okay. But he's got he he's he's very defined looking. But he's got eyes too close together, which I think is a Troughton thing, isn't it? It is a bit. Oh, yes. yes mm. I but I think it really, mm. I think for character actors, it's a great little boon. Yeah. I think oh, it, it is, really helps. Yeah, you're thinking of Michael Elphick. <laughs> Christ. Oh, boy. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Christmas. I'm drinking beer. Um, <laughs> Harry, Harry wakes up as a 10-year-old under the yeah. stairs. Mm. Now I've got a question stairs. about this straight mm. away. Mm. I mean, I've got quite a few questions about the logic of this whole setup before okay. Harry's taken away to Hogwarts. We'll get to mm. them, I'm sure. Mm. I don't know. I just sort of feel like, well, I'm slightly baffled by the Dursleys generally. I quite like the idea that they're sort of uh, magical bigots, a, yeah. a bit like <laughs> the aforementioned, but we've moved on from that. Anyway, yeah. um, mm. but they, they sort of are embarrassed and ashamed of the idea that there's like wizards in their family and they're, yeah. they're people that know about the world of magic and they're ashamed that they've got anyone like that in their family and um but yeah. beyond that you do go okay so you're what sister and her husband is it is it Fiona Shaw's sister is, yes, Fiona Shaw's is, sister. is yes. mrs potter yeah, yeah right okay lily um your, your family your only your and we know this your only surviving family members have been murdered mm-hmm. <laughs> you've taken in their child yeah would would either of you even if it was like a bit of an imposition maltreat that child to the extent <laughs> where you're like starving him and hiding him in a cupboard <laughs> it's not. just like it's so evil <laughs> straight away yeah. it's such and an incredible it's like Roald Dahl levels of evil <laughs> and not I don't mean the anti-semitism I mean characters in his books <laughs> well we'll get to that later we'll get to that my later my sister had the idiot luck to get mer- murdered by Peter Sutcliffe if you if you believe <laughs> and now I'm supposed to raise her child and be happy well, he's a bit, he is the wizard Peter Sutcliffe right mm. so it would mm. be but Voldemort I think has has more notches on his belt even so like yeah. he's worse oh yeah in many yeah. ways so, I think he's supposed to be Hitler he's supposed yeah, to be well, I suppose so. wizard Hitler yeah. wizard Hitler wizard Hitler right Whitler. okay <laughs> or Hizzard well, actually, that works Eddie because he, he must not be named. And yeah. yet, uh, what is it? It's not Murphy's Law. It's the other law. The oh, one where you bring up Hitler in a... Co- Godwin's Law. Mm. So, Godwin's similarly, law. he must not be named either in a conversation. I mean, he's bad, isn't he? And, like, yeah, that's the thing. If you're... So, literally, they're talking about someone who, as a baby, was almost killed by, basically, Hitler. Mm. Yeah. And they have decided to... They decided, what side of history do we want to be on? We want to be on the side of history that says, we hate this kid so much, we're going to make that's his right. life a misery. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, you're supposed to murder baby Hitler, not Hitler murder a baby. <laughs> yeah. If you went in back metaphor. in time, would you watch Hitler murder a baby? No. Yeah. <laughs> he, he murdered loads. Um, yeah, he did. So it's Dudley's birthday. Yes. And, and and what I like about this is they've got Harry out of the downstairs, uh, under the stairs room. Mm-hmm. And they've already started breakfast. And they're like, <laughs> Get out, give me my breakfast, boy. It's like, well, you've already started it. <laughs> so it's yeah. like... 
fry the bacon a bit more before yeah. he gives it to him. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah. come on, boy. And it's like, you, well, you started it. You know how long it takes? <laughs> yeah. You can't, I mean, obviously, he can magically make bacon, mm. but we don't know that at this He point. doesn't know that yet either, no. 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 But Dudley's got 36 presents, but last year he had 37. And he's angry about that, isn't he? He's really angry. Absolutely fucking livid. He said, I've got yeah. as many presents as my grandfather's got children. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. That <laughs> we know of. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, but there's a lot of weird-looking kids living around the <laughs> A lot of close-eyed children. Look at their eyes close together. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to see another... Like... Per- <laughs> Go on. No, I was going to say we're going to see something else with eyes close together, and that thing slithers out of its cage, so it's going to be quite, yeah. quite Again, alarming. Let's not talk about my grandfather. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for, for his birthday, they're going to go to London Zoo by car. Yes. Would you go to London Zoo by car? Oh, that's a point. Yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah, the parking not, will be yeah. a bit tricky. Um I don't know. It, I it thought seems to myself, like... unless they're going to a train station to then get the train into London, which is possible, but the, but then they bring back. Dudley later in a blanket, meaning he's been in the car. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, as a as a child, I remember. Mm. Now this is a different part of London, but mm. we would drive into London. Of course, this is pre-congestion charge. Of course, <laughs> different here. <laughs> oh, oh, Nanny state. <laughs> uh, and so we would drive into that uh, multi-level parking garage in Soho, and then mm. basically that was the hub, and you would walk. Mm. Right, anywhere yeah, from yeah. there essentially in central mm. London although it's quite far from that sort of any of those sort of central London parking it's miles places miles away to... from Regent's Park isn't it yeah it's it true is. It's it is it's a... where yeah. would you go where would you park I'd park in the gorilla enclosure <laughs> yeah. do you that Dudley's just like ploughed into a, a meerkat <laughs> cage or something he's probably ate several of them by this point yeah yeah right? <laughs> and the guard that protested <laughs> yeah 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 it's my fucking son's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're sort of like very generally evil, aren't they? So like yeah. they, they yeah. sort of don't like Harry Potter, yet also they when an opportunity arises to get him out of their hair, they also deny him that. So I was going to say, like, this is my other question about it, is like, yeah. okay, so the wizards have come to the Dursleys, who, come on, they know are pricks, mm. like universally. They're all pricks. Mm. And they're like, oh, we better leave him... With these, his only living relatives. That's even yeah. a scene early on. Yeah. And it's like, are you sure it's a good idea, Dumbledore? Like, yes, fine, never mind. <laughs> I'm very old and my decisions are questionable now. But anyway, we're leaving him with this gang of absolute four carat pricks. And, <laughs> and we're going to come and we'll then later, we'll send letters for him, which we're fairly sure they will burn. Yeah. But, but we need him back because he's probably like um, the Jesus of wizards or something. <laughs> and you can tell because he survived being attacked by the bad guy. Yeah. So we'll leave him with these arseholes. We'll leave him on the, the doorstep of 25 Cromwell Street. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> with Oliver Cromwell <laughs> and... Yes, and we're going to... Doesn't exist anymore, and, famously. No, it got knocked but as, down. But as yeah. you said, Tom... Yeah. Because yeah. of Harry. Yeah, yeah the Drive true. is now just like a little gar- a memorial garden. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a crater a in the ground. If any, if I had <laughs> Harry's power, it would be yeah. completely obliterated. Yeah. But anyway, um, so they send him there, and then they send him letters. They're not getting him. Hmm. And you, and you, but then, you, as you say, Tom, the Dursleys hate him and are embarrassed by him. And effectively, it's like... Oh, do you want to send your weird freak like mm. nephew back to the freak school so he'll be away from your lives forever? And they're like, no, let's go to <laughs> Fang Rock and hide him <laughs> from the Rock. big bearded man. They do go man. to Fang Rock, yes. They go to yeah. Fang Rock. Anyway, Can we also it, talk about how Harry releases a dangerous snake from the zoo into a park of <laughs> It just leaves, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. We assume yeah. it's fine. It's like going to Burma or something. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's true. But it was raised in captivity, and Harry says, I, I know how you feel. No, you mm. don't. You <laughs> it's not quite the same, is but it? But lovely no. house. Yeah. I mean, no, ultimately, you know. Harry Potter has a rough deal. It's better than probably the majority of the population of the world. So, oh, you know, oh yeah, of course. Yeah. I think here. Should, uh, mind is privilege. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, I think, you know, fair enough. He's a kid. He's kept in a cupboard. I'll allow that. I'll allow that. Yeah, what I won't allow is, is how come he can do magic without knowing any of the, the fake Latin words? I know. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? He's does just... it ever happen again? Because, again, I don't know the book. So, like, does anyone ever just sort of have a strong enough feeling... Like more like the Force, where something just happens, or is it that Harry is mega special, or what? I think Harry's special. I think that's He's generally the special. rule of thumb in these books, isn't it? Okay. Is that why so he, he can kind of bend the rules, all right? Mm. Exactly, I'll, I'll and that's that. why when they burn all these letters, he gets to do the Crystal Maze and yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah. have all the letters all fly around and stuff, and he grabs one. And and Uncle Vernon has to fucking have a nervous breakdown. <laughs> I feel like, like he overreacts. We're going to Fag Rock. Yeah, <laughs> I'm bringing a shotgun. <laughs> gets a shotgun. There's a I've got the Harry note Potter. here. Yeah. I've got the note here. Nice to see a gun in a kids' film. Yeah, <laughs> quite rare. Very rare. I'd like, a... I'd like to see the alternate cut where he actually blows Hagrid's head. Oh off. my god! It's, it's like a, a weird short film where like the rest of it is them digging <sighs> a hole on the beach. And... <laughs> He just collapses with his head spewing no. blood. It's, 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 it's still two hours and twenty minutes, but two hours of that is just the all of the Dursleys and Harry just staring like absolutely shell shocked at the headless body of Harry. <laughs> on the ground, long after the point when it stopped spurting little spits of blood out of the neck, <laughs> and his arms and legs stopped quivering. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to have to bury him. I think Hagrid would like run get around. The shovel, bury him. <laughs> Hagrid, my bacon. Hagrid probably would run around the room a few times first, though, like a chicken. <laughs> he definitely would. Yeah. Based on his characterization, smashing in the rest of the everything film. over, falling on yeah. Dudley and killing him. <laughs> Still speaking oh, in, a, so in, a, in a West Country accent, somehow. Yeah. As yeah. Well. What's that oh. Robert Pattinson film where uh, I, I'm pretty sure this is the plot of it, where it's him and Willem Dafoe. Oh. I can't remember now. No, I don't remember that. Oh, the, the Lighthouse. With the, all the Lighthouse. lighthouse. <laughs> is that yeah. what The Lighthouse is about? Is yeah, it I think just it's, like... it's a giant Hagrid running around the Lighthouse <laughs> with no head. And just a traumatised family in the basement yeah, staring yeah. at a huge corpse. <laughs> just thinking he's going to stop and fall over in a minute and die. And Surely. he just doesn't. keeps going round and round and round. <laughs> it's weird because he can't reason with it. It's just like flailing. Yeah. It's horrible. <laughs> It's like the Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Can't reason with dead Agri. It's like a very unfocused Terminator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's a fun idea, isn't it? That's, but, yeah, that's unfortunately, that's not what happens. No. Um, he 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 brings Harry a letter personally. That's good. And says, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I've written here, what a film this will be if Hagrid got his head blown off. Good, we covered that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then he gives Harry his cake. And this felt like a real uh, I've mouse, I've, I've mice and men moment because he gives him his cake. And it says, mm. happy, which is spelled H-A-P-P-E. Yep. And birthday, which is B-I-R-T-H-D-A-E, Harry. Oh. Harry, tell me about the rabbits again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hagrid, give me that gun, uncle. <laughs> 
Is he like uh, Charlie Day in It's Always Sunny? He's just like, he's sort of low-key illiterate, but it's mm. never really referred to. I think so. He does mention later he can't spell. So. Oh, bless him. Mm. I think that's fair enough. Yeah. Although there's yeah. one moment uh, from Hagrid that I thought was like incredibly insensitive, which doesn't mm. he sort of make some little like uh, off-the-cuff joke about like, oh, well, your uh, mum and dad would be pretty pleased with you, wouldn't they? And, and then he goes, like, what are we talking about? And I thought, surely if Hagrid knows one thing, it's that Harry Potter's parents died when he was a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. why he's there. He cuddled them to death. <laughs> yeah, he did. God <laughs> like, damn it, massive cracker. What have you done now? <laughs> massive cracker. That's not Tom being racist, everybody. No. <laughs> no, no. I can get out of my is. house, you massive cracker. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late in the evening. Yeah. <laughs> um, <sighs> yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. He also, he fat shames Dudley. Which is, I mean, hey, mm. hey. All, all, all bodies are beautiful. That's right. But glass houses, Hagrid. <laughs> Come yeah. on, mate. You fat must fuck. be. Yeah. <laughs> what Dudley should have said. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You big, beautiful, fat fuck. <laughs> but Hagrid's like, he's he like beautiful. seven foot tall. Yeah. God, yeah. That, he must weigh a ton. Like, yeah. just in general, just as like mass, he must be pretty impressive. I love Robbie Coltrane. I'm just throwing mm. that in. I like that he had a TV series on Discovery called Co- Coltrane's mm-hmm. Trains and Automobiles. Oh, oh, nice. No, Coltrane's Planes and Automobiles. And automobiles. I Very thought it nice. might have had to be that, yeah. But that's no, that's lovely. It is lovely. Well, you've got like, it's quite nice that you've got him. I wonder in what other t- what other films or anything, you'll have him and Richard Griffiths who are like two actors who are sort of professionally rotund, aren't mm. they? Mm. That's yeah, like their job true. in the mm. same scene as well. Did you mm. ever see the, um, uh, the poster <laughs> for... Um, Oh God! What was that play that Richard Griffiths did with Danny DeVito? Oh, um, oh God! The, the Sunshine, Sunshine Boys. Boys where yes. it was them sort of the poster was sort of them touching their dicks together. It was, yes, really it was like two orbs touching their <laughs> cocks together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Richard Griffiths died just after it finished, didn't he? Yeah, he did. It's so sad. Oh. Yeah, he's he's he's, he's a lost. He's he's he in the missed. Bob Hoskins category. Is like, oh, yeah. I wish he was around. Like, yeah. yeah, we still have got plenty out of him. Amazing. Probably well, there's a lot of these. This is, I think, what I love about these films as well. It's like, we'll go through them as we sort of it's meet more and more people. It's like, a lot of them, this is uh, an older character actor's tie to like the modern day a bit more. Yeah. Um, and there's quite a few of them here where we can go through and be like, it's them, it's them, yeah. mainly from Doctor Who, but we'll get to them. Of course, yeah. <laughs> also, I want to point out, just in general, the Harry Potter series, mm. I think the only British actor who's not in Harry Potter films mm. is Mark Strong. And I want to know what he's done. Mark Strong. Now, interestingly, I would say, I don't think Mark Strong was really big enough to have been... Mm. I don't, well, he may have, he could have been cast just a bit like um, whoever it is that plays Quirrell. Someone who was just... Ian Hart. Ian Hart, yes. yeah. Someone who just auditioned yeah, yeah. for it. Mm. You know, where you go mm. like, yeah, they were just in the right sort of uh, part of their career to get cast in it. But he's mm. not a celebrity cameo yet. Mm. So I wonder, like, and surely Mark Strong, he's Voldemort casting, right? He is, yeah. If anybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because there's a few, like, Hiddleston was too young, wasn't he? (laughs) Hiddleston was young, and you've got a few, like, people who you think, Colin Firth. Colin Firth Mm. is notable by his absence as well, isn't he? Yeah. He was doing Mamma Mia. Okay. (laughs) That's not enough of a podcast that we'll do. And that takes up a lot of time. That's a big contractual obligation. It It really is. is. Just spending a lot of time. You need a whole weekend to learn the songs. (laughs) 10 hours in makeup. (laughs) (laughs) And that was Meryl Streep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, not in the second one. Um, so yeah, um, Hagrid turns up and he says, well, "You, you'll be, you'll be going to Hogwarts, Hogwarts School of Wizards and Magic." Yeah. He says, "You're a wizard." He goes, Yay! Oh, what? Giving what? birth to that wonderful Scottish meme. 
Where's old Harry? I'm a what? <laughs> and then he goes, No, I'm just Harry. Aww. Oh, bless him. He's so humble. And then it just is that lovely. Like moment. our Lord in many ways. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. He doesn't make a table, though. He does no, not. that's true. I wish he. Uh, in Passion Harry of the never... Christ, Jesus makes a table. Oh, right. Okay. I thought you meant yeah. just the fact that he was a carpenter's son. I, I yeah. didn't think of the Gibson connection at all. But well, anyway. in, my, in my interpretation of it, he'll, Joseph will be like, someone will come and see him and say, Is your son in? And then he'll come out yeah. and he'll start singing, Rainy days and Sundays, always on my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then he has to go, Cut, not that kind of carpenter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Very nice. There's a Benny Hill sketch for you then. Yeah. Written it's on behalf like of his estate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean his car. Who's yeah. the Chinese man in that sketch? Uh, uh, you mean Mr. Chow Mein? Uh, that's oh, right, no. yeah. Yeah, the oh, sensitively God. named Mr. Chow Mein. Jesus. Indeed. It's a different era. It's a different era. Weirdly, though, I do yeah. think... Now, this is a, a subject for a different podcast, but I mm. do sort of I think Benny Hill gets too much of the stick for stuff oh. that was happening everywhere you on television at that time. Yeah, yeah. The only problem was that Benny Hill had uh, was afforded the luxury to carry that shit on until 1992. Yeah, that's yes. a good point. Yeah. That is a good point. <laughs> Everyone else was told to go away in the mid-80s. Yes. Mm. Except mean, for the ones who kept working uh, in, in, in Great Fettle for many, many years until they died and were then investigated by Operation Yewtree. Yeah. yeah. So it's, <laughs> yeah, there's two other levels of it, nice. you know. The flap of the tarpaulin is uh, <laughs> it's coming no, no. in. Favorite, Stamp on it. Get it down. My favourite Benny Hill story is that when Frankie Howard died, Benny Hill was sought for a quote when Frankie Howard died, and they yeah. got a quote saying, you know, he was the greatest performer or anything. And then it turned out that Benny Hill had been dead for like a week before Frankie Howard. <laughs> oh, God. A few days before Frankie Yeah. Howard. And it turned out that Dennis Kirkland, the producer of the Benny Hill show, just did the quote because he happened to be in the office when they got the request. Oh, wow. Oh, Benny Hill oh, was, was dead when that quote Jeez, came out. Jeez, that's mad. Yeah. Guys, can I just say now, before, like, when I die, please mm. don't let anyone let me give like a posthumous glowing quote about anybody. Hmm. If, you, if you're in a position, either of you two, in our production company we're going to have in the future, mm-hmm. um, you know, wet fart films or whatever it is, <laughs> I don't, and, and someone calls and says, oh, can you give me a, um, a glowing quote for the, uh, the obituary of Jack Bernhardt or whoever hmm. it is? Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I, just want that obit- I just want that quote to say, um, he was a right dirty bastard. Whoever nice. it is, I don't care. Jack Bernhardt, Toby Wilson, Tash Hodgson, whoever it might be. Mm. Yes. Just any posthumous quotes. That's what I want. Ooh. He was a right dirty bastard. A good Even if that pronoun is not accurate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he was a right dirty bastard. I spoke to, um, uh, I did some writing on uh, Pam Ayres' sketch show, which was a lot of fun. Oh, wow. Um, no. And I once said to Pam Ayres, Benny Hill impersonated you on TV. Like, is it weird to have that kind of connection to mm. like, you know, this sort of... It, it, entertainment of the past hmm. and she did not remember the sketch so that is that is there you go i was like yeah have you not oh, okay she said benny hill did do a fall but it's impression <laughs> of me i don't recall <laughs> <laughs> anyway Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So yeah, so Hagrid's there and he says, you're the greatest wizard. And then uh, Harry says, mm. you told me my parents died in a car crash. And Hagrid goes, what? Car crash? Lily and James <gasps> Potter, the greatest people I've never, don't remember. <laughs> car crash? Wow. Yeah. And he, he gets really upset about it. At which point, all the kids in the audience who know people who died in a car crash yeah. really feel shit about themselves. Be like, yeah, no, they yeah. would do something as fucking bullshit as dying in a fucking car crash. They're like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Well, I'll t- okay. tell you what, only pussies die in car crashes, <laughs> Harry. <laughs> and then Hagrid Click turns to the camera trip, and says, <laughs> Hagrid turns to the camera and says, think. Yeah. And that's the end of the film. <laughs> only brutal. pussies die in car crashes, Harry. <laughs> That's a very unfortunate poster campaign they ran <laughs> at this time. What a really Coltrane hairy just... Robbie Coltrane yeah. pointing into the camera. <laughs> but it didn't say any of the rest of it. It just said yeah. think, and everyone was going, what does this mean? Take that, Dave Prowse. That That's right. Think, won't it? Yeah. Take that, Desmond Llewellyn. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Died in a car crash. Oh, did El oh, God. Poor did Desmond Llewellyn. Roger Delgado. God. Delgado, Delgado as well. Well, lots of people die in car accidents. A lot of, statistically, a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. But they're all pussies, unfortunately. <laughs> all pussies, especially Desmond <laughs> Oh, massive pussy. John, this can't go out. <laughs> it can. And it no, will. no. <sighs> His family will understand. Mm. Even though they're all a bunch of pussies. Yeah, he yeah. was a right dirty bastard. <laughs> R.I.P. Yes. Uh, which means ridiculous, incendious pussy. <laughs> I've had too much beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is the thing. He yes. says he's going to the school and Vernon's like, he's not, I'm not paying for it. And then I, I've written here an imaginary conversation. Mm. Vernon, why did you pay for your nephew to go to an expensive private magic school? <laughs> and he was like, because a giant man with a beard and a wand threatened to kill me. If I <laughs> <laughs> Which it's is true. what happens. It's basically true. Hang on, oh, so hang, is he not like on some sort of bursary or like there's a big secret suitcase full of cash that his parents left him or well, something? Well, his parents did leave him a massive vault full of coin. Yes. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah. And so, wait, Vernon is trying to keep hold of that vault, is We don't know. I mean, does he know oh, right. about it? I mean, if he yeah, did, he'd, he'd have wanted access to it and you'd have killed Harry and claimed insurance. <laughs> wow. I yeah. feel like the Dursleys really, like, they, yeah, they, they went down the middle road, which is either treat him well because he might be a wizard and he has the power to kill you. <laughs> Magic powers, or, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or murder the child and, and like, <laughs> never yeah. worry about it again. But they went the middle way, which is treat him really badly so he has vengeance also has the ability to do magic. Imagine if Voldemort came back, took over the world, and then Dumbledore was like, well, Harry will come and save us. And then Dursley's like, oh, well, I'm really sorry, but we wanted the money, so I drowned him in the bath. 
My bad. I'll say this yeah. now. My bad. <laughs> I've done awful things in my life, but <laughs> I haven't regretted anything more than that now <laughs> because he, uh, he he's he's torturing me. Yep. With that, a, now it's funny because I didn't directly. regret it. I didn't regret it at all till this very moment, yeah. and now yeah, yeah. I suddenly do. Yeah. I mean, up the to most... now, I was really happy about it, but now yeah. it's affecting me personally. Yeah. I'm annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm annoyed with no one more than I am myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brexit. Um, yeah. There you go. There's a, there's a, a, a satire, satire skit for you there. Satire. Um, Worthy of the so- establishment club. There's an actor who's in old Doctor Who coming up, so I want to. I want to. <laughs> this is. is are you talking about, about the the tail that appears on Dudley's ass? No. <laughs> we yes, can't skip over in, that. Uh, Terror of the Vervoids, yeah. episode three. <laughs> well, Dudley starts eating the cake because he's fat, and that's yeah, what yeah. fat people do. Yeah. Um, yep. This bit hasn't aged true. well, has it? All this no, stuff. No, not really. No. no. Uh, he gives him a pig's tail, and yeah. then he says to Harry, "Well, come on then, unless you'd rather stay." And I put or. Go with the man you've just met on his magic motorbike. <laughs> yes, Harry's body was never recovered. <laughs> but of course, they go to the Leakery Cauldron and we, meet, and we meet Professor Quirrell. Well, before... Mm. <clears throat> straight his tie. Before we meet Professor Quirrell, as playing Tom the Barman, we yep. meet Derek Dedman. Derek Dedman. Derek Dedman. The legend. Who, he's amazing. Yeah. Uh, obviously, for me... Time Bandits. Yeah, he's absolutely incredible yeah. in Time Never Bandits. Never the Twain. Oh, yes. Never the Twain. Yes, he's, 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 really in a, Never the Twain. Yep. he's in a Bond film. I yep. can't remember which one. He's in a Bond film. And obviously he plays a Sontaran leader in The Invasion of Time. Well, there you go. I love him. There we go. He didn't but that's like every actor in this film, isn't it? Yes, exactly. Like, you, you look at their CV and you go, it's like well, I'm watching Golden Girls at the minute. Mm-hmm. And every other actor that turns up, you, you go, oh, they look vaguely familiar. Who's that? And it's like... Uh, IMDb actor credits uh, one thousand seven hundred nine, <laughs> and, and it's like it goes back to nineteen thirty-one in the earliest experiments of television. Yeah, yeah they're yeah, all yeah. royalty. They all are, and it's like that because Harry Potter the films are basically like a sort of a retirement home for all the actors that spent all their money in the seventies. Yeah, <laughs> which love is it. the it's note like, I've got here, <laughs> especially this one because like they. They really, it felt like they were just like swooping up, you know, sweeping up all of the actors who couldn't do fantasy stuff before this and going, okay, you get to be in this big fantasy film. So yeah, like, I, I don't think, I don't know, obviously we've got John Hurt coming up as well and people mm. like that. And you're like, oh, it's lovely to see, that was probably the first like big movie they'd done in quite a while. Yeah, 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 yeah true. I love it. I love it so much. I've got a good story about Ian Hart as Professor Quirrell. Oh yeah. From, from the mouth of Jason Isaacs, this story was, I remember oh. saying it, that him and Ian Hart went up for the part of Quirrell. Mm. And Ian Hart got it. And Ian Hart was very much like, ha, 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 I'm in this big Hollywood movie. Yeah. And of course, he's only in one film. Oh, yeah. And Isaacs then gets the part of Malfoy's dad. Yeah. And he's yes. in every one of them from two on. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So that's quite a nice story. That yeah. is. It, has, uh, has Isaacs done a smirch or was that a uh, on something else? Oh, he hasn't done a smirch. God, no. He Come was on. on. I think it was on Mark Kermode's show where they they've course. got this sort of sexual chemistry. That, <laughs> well, they won't With, uh, yeah, hello to Jason Isaacs. Exactly. Really? Yes. Hello to Jason. Hello. Isaacs. Oh, hello, Jason. Hello Isaacs. out there. If you're listening, Jason Isaacs. Hello. I like to think he says that just as they start having sex. Yeah. <laughs> there was an episode quite Kermode. recently where they're like, maybe Jason Isaacs could be the next James Bond, and both Kermode and Mayo both laughed their asses off at the idea <laughs> that he could ever be James Bond. It was brutal. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he could. I don't Especially so. not now he's nearly 60. Yeah. I was going to say, like, in his youth, absolutely. But yeah. But surely now it's a bit... He's but, miserable enough. 
Yeah. <laughs> Grumpy old bastard. No, yeah, I love right. him. I watched Death of Stalin just t'other day, and I still oh, it's so great it's in that. So I him in good. that film. Him and yeah. Rupert Friend are my favourites in that film. Yeah, they're, they're fantastic. This man like... isn't even a man; he's a testicle. Yeah. <laughs> I shall have to report you, this to the Central <laughs> Communist Party. Look at your fucking face. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. I'm he's just, incredible. Is it Rupert Friend? Is that his name? I'm so. Rupert Friend. Name. Who played who? He's uh, Stalin's son. Oh, bollocks. Says, yes, I, I shall not right. be held down. Uh, right, he's being yeah, held yeah. down. And then he spits, <laughs> tries to spit at them and it goes in his own head. <laughs> yeah, I think that is Rupert Friend. Yeah, I yeah. love him. He's also, this is he, awful because mm. I don't want to like go tip-tap on the keyboard, but also there'll be people screaming at their podcast app going, it wasn't Rupert Friend, it was mm. Rupert Bear, you clowns. Yeah, it was. I can confirm, I'm tippy-tapping mm. and okay. it is Rupert Friend. Thank yeah, you. Very right, good. Thank you. So, here we go. Rupert Bear loses yeah. out again. So, Harry goes to London <laughs> to the Leaky Courtroom. He meets Professor Quirrell. Yes. He meets Derek Dedman. Yay. And then Harry has been accepted to Hogwarts, so he takes him to Diagon Alley. It sounds like supplies. diagonally. It does, which comes in the next film, doesn't it? Yeah. Says, <laughs> I I never to put that together in... till this second. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, sorry, carry on. Uh, so he goes to Gringotts. Hmm. Gringotts. Mm. Oh, uh, dear. To get what his parents left for him, loads of money. Yeah. And, ha- and Hagrid needs to get a magical item. Now, what do we think about Gringotts? Well, I'm... Uh... <laughs> Well, the note I've got here is off to Gringotts to meet the Jews. <laughs> again, as I say, I'm not familiar with this world or these characters, the so is, that, that may I be mean, unfair. I can see both sides of this, and I know I'm going to get cancelled now, but okay. oh, no. goblins, mm. when you see them in films, they've always got pointy ears and pointy noses, haven't they? Yeah, no, it's true. They do, but you didn't have to put goblins in charge of the banks. That's it. It is, it is true, the money-hoarding, yeah. kind of long-fingered, creeping, yeah. you know... It's, it's unfortunate, isn't yeah, it? It's very yeah, unfortunate. It, what that. it reminds me of is that bit, I don't know if you've seen the episode of Community where it's like an 8-bit video game mm. and mm. one of them says to the other like, oh, I don't I think this game's turning me racist. And then suddenly there's a load of turkeys with afros that jump in and they go, oh no, jive turkeys. And it's like, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, there's something <laughs> going on which is like, oh, I, 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 all I think happens to be very, I think that someone did a, like in the writing, there was just like the, the synapses leaped from one thing to the other and you don't question it and then it's too late down the road before anyone goes I don't think that that synapse leap was a positive one is all I'd say that would be yeah. my charitable interpretation mm. of this mm. weirdly another me thing of, I'd say though mm. is that in their defence though is that th- this mm. film is it's two hours twenty minutes mm. yeah. and in terms of the amount of story that happens in it it doesn't deserve to be more than ninety yeah. <laughs> and the reason that it's so long, and I realise that, again, having not really ever been interested in Harry Potter and not having seen this film since I saw it in the cinema. Whoa. 20 like, years at ago. Like a child's Ooh. birthday party. Mm. Yeah, exactly. 20 years, my God. And and um, the film, and I, uh, so what really struck me was how, well, what struck me was the amount of like magical, whimsical bollocks being like thrown at me through the mm. screen. Yeah. Like every second. Like the, the structure of this, this film is, hello, Harry, welcome to... Uh, Grabthars, the magical ale tavern. <laughs> Here's some magical shit, right? You've seen that. Move on. And then you go through yeah. to the next room. It's mm. like, oh, it's the magical back alley. Here's the troll <laughs> bin collector, right? You've seen him. Move on. <laughs> That's the way this film is structured. Yeah. So they went, and here's... They didn't really have time. I imagine there's also another three hours on the cutting room floor of other whimsical shit that well, they did Rick Mail. Rick Mail's so, on the yeah, cutting exactly, floor. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And we've never yeah. seen it. It's so yeah, it never exi- yeah, I bet it was brilliant. It. I bet it was the best thing in the film. I bet it was. I bet you. I bet you. And and I think, and 
Yeah. I just feel like this is one bit of whimsical shit that they were like, yep, that's another one. And maybe somebody yeah, went, yeah. oh, um, the, uh, <laughs> it might look a bit, never mind. And then they moved on thinking, oh, on? there's so much more whimsical shit to film today. We won't worry too much about that. And it ends up in the film and it's only at the premiere that they go, they have Ooh. the time to take a step back and go, oh, um, front row's pulling at their collars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, wow, 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 wow. yeah exactly. Because um. it's sort of like there's a there's an old screenwriting adage, which is like, basically, you're allowed one bit of magic or one bit of oddness in your film. Mm. Because if you had promo too much in, if you have like robots and vampires, mm. suddenly people are like, is this a, it, I, there's too much going on. So yeah. like, you'd sort of, this film breaks all that because it has all of them. Like, I'd say if you have wizards, you can't have ghosts, but yeah. you can only have ghosts in a bit as well. And yeah. it all... It's all oh, you can't have centaurs, and there is a centaur in one yeah, bit, yeah. and it's very weird. Um, so yeah, I love the balls of it, really. But it is a leisure centre. Yeah. <laughs> it's wearing a, a jumper. Le- uh, excellent, Carol. That is my <laughs> the impression. Oh, if Chris Barry had turned up as a centaur, yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, Harry, like I oh. don't. Oh. Colin could have been a little gnome. Oh, yeah. In, in Gringotts, he could have been a goblin. Harry Yay. could have slept in the drawer. <laughs> oh, this is such a better film. Why wasn't this made? Well, I put in my notes here, and I, I sort of buried it away, but I think it might be the headline. I said, Harry Potter should have been a Muppets film. Mm. Imagine yeah. if this had all been mm. Muppets and humans. It would have been incredible, I think. But It yeah. partly is, right? Because the Henson Creek shop is involved, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Some must right. be somewhere. I didn't realise that till I just like well, well, essentially because John Rain was slightly late for his own podcast recording. Mm. <laughs> I looked through the uh, the credits slightly, Hello. partly to check whether um, John Williams actually did do the score because that's mm. a fact that was you know when you have a fact sort of lodged in the back of your brain mm. and then years later someone says it was Hans Zimmer, you fucking idiot. And you go, oh, I, I don't remember why I thought it was John Williams, but it yeah, was. Williams yeah. did the first anyway. three films. Yes, and, he, and so I, he came up with the theme, the Harry Potter the, theme. The Harry Potter theme yeah. is brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's a fucking so banger. Yeah. My first yeah. note of the entire watching of this film was absolute belter from Williams. Like mm. it, it's yeah. another complete smash. And how old was he when he scored this? He must well, it's twenty years ago, and he's nearly ninety now. So he's in his yeah, late my gosh. Yeah. And he's and that's after Superman, after mm, Star so Wars, like yeah. Indiana Jones. There's so many. And uh, yeah, it's incredible. Anyway. That, like, and he, I don't know what it is because I'm not musical at all. John, you're you're more musical, aren't you? Mm. Like about just he just imprints this like. Um, with these themes, he just is able to like stamp something so definite on them that it's yeah. so mm. incredible. He's, such, he's got such an incredible ear for melody. He does. Yes. He does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he understands the structure of music that you know. You have a verse, then a chorus, and his soundtracks always like build up to this huge crescendo of a theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and no Very more. So. You know, this one's a great example of it because when the actual theme kicks in. But also, he does that thing in this film that he does in a lot of other of his films, where he gives it about thought thirteen themes that would all on their own <laughs> be yeah. very good for a Marvel film. Yeah. where they don't seem to have any. Yeah. Um, but this one's just got so many. Well, it's like in Jurassic Park when he mm. came up with two themes, didn't two, he? And yeah. Just jammed them together, Superman's and they're both got three. Indiana Jones, the, the Raiders of the Lost Ark's got about four. Indiana Jones had a couple, yeah. I read this yeah. fact the other day because I rewatched Raiders, which is mm. lovely. Mm. Uh, what a movie. And um, yeah, I heard, and I was, I went, oh yes, of course. There's two quite distinct yeah. things that you can hear in. The, oh, it's he's amazing. Well, yeah. what what a showing. And mm. and I remember even even as like a kid, going, oh that's brilliant. Like yeah. suddenly yeah. hearing, oh it's a new. You you always knew of John Williams as this this, you know, the archetypal sort of, like you said, Tom, that sort of melody. 
mm. uh, composer that he can just tap into the part of your brain that finds mm. something catchy instantaneously. Anyway. So, <laughs> We're uh, like Harry's, 10 minutes into this film. Harry's at the Jewish bank. And, yeah. um, <laughs> he's shown his vault of... He's got, he's got tons of money. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, but Hagrid's there on a secret mission to get a piece of um, magic. magic. Nice. Yep. Uh, thanks. Um, so then he <laughs> they leave the bank and then he says, well, you go and get your wand. I'm going to go and sort other things out. A first yeah. instance of Hagrid treating Harry like he's a grown-up. I mean, yeah. He's actually 10 mm-hmm. years, 11 years old. <laughs> yeah, it's dodgy, isn't it? Yeah. So he goes in to see the war doctor. <laughs> and he says, and I've got just the thing for you. Maybe try this one. And that <laughs> one. That one destroys yeah. the shop. Yeah. He goes, he goes, ooh, maybe not. Try this one. That one makes him impotent. Yeah, <laughs> and then he says, "Oh, well, try try another one." And he gives it to him, and it works. It glows, mm. and he goes, oh, "Interesting." I gave a wand like that once before, yeah, to a very dark wizard. And I'm like, "All right, mate. I know you're racist." <laughs> but chill out. Just say, just say a black person. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. Come on. I'd say that Hurt buries the lead by saying the other the other yeah. one you have gave you that scar. I'd say yeah. the other one killed your mum and dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird he doesn't. Because he might that. have Harry might have tripped over early that morning and cut himself. Yeah, <laughs> and he might go which scar this one or yeah. this weird one that's exactly the same shape as a lightning bolt for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. gave you that scar. It's Why like isn't it a birthmark in the shape of like a wizardy shape? <laughs> it's because it's a bit wizardy. What did you want? Would you like like a a, a broomstick or something? A witch's hat. (laughs) (laughs) A cat's head. (laughs) Um, Make it happen. Merlin's cock. (laughs) (laughs) They say that later, don't they? They say Merlin's beard in later films. Oh yeah, when he steps on a bit of Lego. Ah, Merlin's cock. Uh, that would surely cross the streams of mythology enormously, wouldn't it? Is Merlin it in Harry Potter world? Merlin is, it? is. They say Merlin's beard in Harry Potter, so okay. I'm guessing Merlin existed. I reckon yeah. he was a student but, at Hogwarts. Yeah. They also say sure. Robocop's nipples. And you're like, okay, I don't know what's <laughs> yeah, really Okay, this is a this. sci-fi film, you think. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Darth Vader. I understand. It's Kate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, so he gives him a pet owl called Hedwig. Yep. And the angry inch. And then, yeah, and then that's right. I got an angry inch. inch. <laughs> yeah. he, he sings the uh, origin of love to him. Beautiful <laughs> moment. Beautiful. And then, and then Hagrid, uh, Hagrid and Harry are having soup. And yes. he says, I suppose you're wondering why everyone's staring at you. Mm. And he says, well, and he tells them a story about his parents and mm-hmm. how he got that scar. And then this is the bit that just completely blows my mind and I don't understand it. Okay. He takes him to King's Cross. Yeah. They're walking across a walkway and he goes, oh my God, I'm late. <laughs> I've got to abandon you in London. <laughs> King's Cross. In, this is supposed to be the early 90s, isn't it? Mm. Yes. I've got to leave you at King's Cross in circa 1990. <laughs> 11-year-old boy who's bound to be on a milk carton one day. Yeah. I've got to leave you because I'm late to get back to Hogwarts. Wait, yeah, where Hagrid, are you I'm, going? Hagrid, I'm going to Hogwarts. Going, why you why are you leaving train? me? What is it? Do, don't you like me? Well, if it's the mid '90s in King's Cross, Hagrid is going to be a Lady of the Night, isn't yeah. he? That is yeah, what. Yeah. Bang Francis de la Tour. Yeah. <laughs> and then go see a very diverting double bill at the Roxy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I 
going to go and see a two north down. There's some work in progress stand up <laughs> shows I'm going to see. <laughs> I'm going to see Lee Hurst. Mark yeah. my words. He's going to be a star. <laughs> just Arthur t- Smith is emceeing. <laughs> he, of course, has been it's around for 180 years. Yeah. <laughs> he was a student at Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> He dropped yeah. out for reasons of, uh, you know, general drunkenness. <laughs> he was doing the balloon dance with Malcolm Hardy. Yeah, that's right. He was there as well. Yeah. Malcolm Hardy, of course, looks a bit like Hedwig. He does. <laughs> if you shaved him. Do you mean yeah. Hagrid or Hegw- Hedwig? Oh, but, I mean Hagrid, but either way. Hagrid and the Hedwig, <laughs> actually. There you go. Yeah. Um, so there's yeah, a bit he, at this point mm. where in King's Cross, there's just mm. a little moment, it seems very ad-libbed, where Coltrane as Hagrid is walking past just some normal mm. people mm. and he's seven feet tall and he goes mm. like, what are you looking at? And it is like Hagrid's achieved his, his true form mm. as just like a, a, a bearded man <laughs> a in thug. like some rags th- shouting yeah, yeah, at people yeah. in yeah. the train station. <laughs> <laughs> Hobo um, cracker. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that isn't racist. Yeah, <laughs> um, but Harry's I'm like. I'm starting to wonder if it is. He says to Harry, oh, "Just go to platform nine and three quarters, and you'll be fine." And Harry turns around and goes, "What?" And he's gone. Yeah, it's like, do you actually want him to go to Hogwarts? <laughs> no, he wants him to get abducted, doesn't he? Yeah, because <laughs> I tell you what, if I was 11 years old and someone left me in the middle of King's Cross, I would, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do. No. I think you I'm, do. You'd visit a lady of the night. Well, yeah. then go see a diverting double bill. If I was Don Johnson, yes. Yeah. Um, Luckily, he, he runs into the Dur- No, not the Dursleys. He runs into the Weasleys. The Weasleys. Mm. Yeah. He, he runs into some character actors. He runs yes. into Julie Walters. That's Lovely. Right. Who and teaches him to ballet dance. I tell you what, yeah. Because he's going to be a... Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I tell you what, though. Tom, uh, both Toms, actually. You're, Hello. You're, you're proficient comedy writers. Hello. Oh, thanks. Do you think this gag with Fred and George pulling a massive prank on their mum needed another pass? <laughs> so remind me of the exact sequence of events here because it was says, so Fred benign. And G- Fred, you go through first, and he goes, "I'm not Fred, I'm George." And he goes, I, mm. and the other one goes, "I'm Fred." And then as he's, she goes, "Okay, then Fred, you go first. And as he's running through, he turns around and goes, "Only joking, I am George," and walks. Through. Oh, you asked me to go. What I want. Ashton Kutcher <laughs> rolls in. Eagle <laughs> <Yeah. If, laughs> comes out as a Jamaican traffic warden. <laughs> you thought that was your son, George. Oh. And it actually was. The you first thing I need about- you to do for this punch-up session is to point at what was meant to be the joke. Yeah. So I yeah, can yeah, yeah. improve <laughs> yeah. You thought we were different, but we're actually, you were correct. Yeah, so, correct, Spike... But- we're remarkably different. Even I think it's a problem when, when you meet these characters who are happen to be twins for the first time mm-hmm. and you meet them in the middle of already doing a joke about being twins mm. and yeah. then you never see anything from them meaningfully for the rest of the film. <laughs> By that, it's not... You, you kind of need, There's a whole sort of theory of like set up and pay off mm. that I think is being ignored here. Exactly. I think yeah, there's if a subplot of like- getting into Skag. Right. <laughs> that's that yeah with rick mail cut yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 that 1985 vhs he did about not taking drugs mm. oh that's yeah. weird that is <laughs> he made some very odd choices didn't he i love him he had like a backwards candle cap and he was talking about not taking drugs yeah yeah um, so he gets on the train and we meet ron weasley yay, yep. yay. the one who can act yay, yay. he can he'd done he'd done thunder pants at this point hadn't he so he could actually think no that was, was after this surely was that this? was a cash in of, of Which, let's get grint in another film a film that is not talked about enough about 
the, the premise was a small child can fart so much he can power a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> and does he also have to like, made, pass his think? driving test? Is that also That's part of That's another it? film he did with what? Jimmy Walters, I think. Oh, so they're not the same film? No. no. <laughs> so I hang on. There's not an in- Thunderpants about a boy who can power a rocket with his anus. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Imagine the writing session where someone goes, we could have a subplot where one of them is trying to pass his driving test. <laughs> Yeah. What, do you think well, that would detract I, from the powerful angels? No, I don't, I don't think so. I think that's where you start. You start from him being like, oh, driving's hard, isn't it? And then he realises, well, oh, so you know, maybe I'm not good at this thing. I am good at powering this rocket with the, the <laughs> enormous eruptions Well, it wasn't even him powering the rocket with his ass. It was another kid. Oh, well, was it? He was the geeky scientist. Oh, gosh, scientist. yeah, you're right. It was, yeah. 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 Thunderpants begins with um, Ron from... Uh, Harry Potter. Ron- not from, from Harry Potter, the other oh. Ron. Oh my God, two Rons. That's really well, weird. Virgin Media Ron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't realise he was in the film. I didn't pay for this rocket. No, he's, he's furious. He's absolutely furious. <laughs> Ron from Goodnight Sweetheart is his dad. Oh, the policeman. Oh. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. he um, he's furious. Oh no, is that, that's Reg. Ron is the, oh. the present day guy who is friends with oh, Gary Sparrow. You mean the man from Bread? Yes, Jack exactly. Jack from Bread, yeah. Um, and he's and, and basically the beginning is really depressing because their life is so destroyed by his pr- proficient like his farts, flatulence his right. flatulence yeah. that like the mum is an alcoholic and he's like taken to hospital what it's it, it's such a dark opening to a film generally Thunderpants has the darkest opening to a film I've seen in quite some time that's it's quite really a good awful. review for a boy who farts a lot yeah. <laughs> yeah I smell a smirch pod <laughs> singeing I've never seen it. I don't Me really neither. want to. <laughs> no. I just remember the trailers. They really bigged it up because of the off of the back of Harry Potter. They were like, exactly. Here's Ron from um, not from Virgin Media from Harry Potter, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got a friend who can fart a lot. Yeah, yeah. What uh, what more do you need? That is a that is a elevator pitch if ever I heard one. Here's Ron from Harry Potter in literally anything. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, funnily enough, off the back of that, if, if you'd have if you'd have been around in the glorious days of 2002 mm. Ron gets a film out you're like well he's obviously going to be the star out of these three isn't he because yeah. he's got a film out and now he's got his own ice cream van <laughs> is that right yeah he bought an ice cream van well the thing really? is that the, the three kids in this will never need to work ever again they just no. choose yeah. to and actually like Daniel Radcliffe has done a lot of good work in like championing like indie directors yeah because he can afford to he can just pick projects yeah, that are interesting yeah yeah I, do, I think, really I think nice. all of them have turned out miraculously well mm. yeah. for like the amount yeah. of attention and money apart from Crab received. we'll get to Crab later can't waste oh to my boy yeah. <laughs> um, I've just written in my notes making a Molotov cocktail during the 2012 riots that is yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to get to him I can't wait <laughs> good god this has all completely left my memory it's I'm looking brilliant. there's two things to talk about here I can't uh, wait okay, okay. Right, there you go um, oh so right, yeah <laughs> It's my favourite subject of all I love, time, I love doing podcasts with Tom Nina because we're always quite often on the same wavelength. <laughs> right. It's really rewarding. Well, lucky I'm here to sort of hit the brakes yeah, now and then yeah, and yeah, just yeah, really yeah. drag when the energy out of it. You're, mo- you're mocking a child for having a, basically a breakdown in the middle of his like early 20s. <laughs> uh, oh, I can't wait, though. Um, yeah, yeah. So he gets on the train with Ron and then... What the now- fuck am I an accessory to at this point? <laughs> I mean, well, that, that's what Crab said. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was quoting him directly to show I'm on the same wavelength. There you go. Uh, I like this bit because, you, I, I, you know, we talked earlier about how in America it can't be philosophers, it has to be sorcerers. Yeah. yeah. There's a few instances in this film, and it's the only film where they do it because I think they didn't trust the process. Right. Where they've Americanized words. Oh, which right. ones? Well, the first instance is Vernon saying, no more male today. 
Oh, we don't say we don't go trucking with no mail. We say post. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Now, when they're on the train, the lady with the trolley comes and says, "Do you want any sweets?" And Ron holds up a manky old bag of sandwiches and says, "No thanks, I'm all set." No English oh. kid would say that. Now that did stick out. I didn't write it mm. down, but that did stick out to me actually. Mm. At least she didn't say candy. Mm. Any kids want some candy? Because that would be See, horrific. Are there any <laughs> miners on the sidewalk <laughs> who want some candy? <laughs> Hey. It used to always annoy me. There'd be a British film, and someone would say, "I've just checked the closet, and it's full of garbage." Oh yeah, yeah. what? Yeah. You traitor! I want to go up to these people's faces it. and say, "You fucking traitor!" <laughs> I've just been down the elevator <laughs> and, and found no... a corpse in my um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, and there was no aluminum. <laughs> They sometimes overdo it, like in in uh, 101 Dalmatians, in the mm. live-action one. I think either Hugh Laurie or Mark Williams says, yeah. uh, we haven't been paid a single quid yet. And you're like, oh. well, you wouldn't say, I haven't been paid a single quid. That doesn't make it... We haven't been paid a quid. Mm. I don't know. The example because- I think of, which is the most, just the most fucking deep dive example I can think of yeah. was the Terry Jones adaptation of Wind in the Willows. Oh, I love that film. Mm. I right. love it too. But mm. there's a bit where Anthony Cher, R.I.P., Oh, oh God, yeah, rest yeah. in peace. He's with Robert Barthurst, and yeah. they're talking because they're weasels. They're doing yeah. that song yep. with, now you see us, now yeah. you don't. And then he says something stupid, and Anthony Cher hits him with an umbrella and says, garbage brain. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Yeah, Why? garbage brain. Should have said shit for brains. Yeah, he says, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> These days he would have uh, he said, trash fire. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he'd, have, he'd have said, Snapchat. Yeah. Snap, Hit me chat, anus, yeah. non-binary TikTok. Well, these days, if they've opened a portal and David Jason's toad would have come through and everyone would have loved it. So, yeah, so first of all, there's the idea that when you get a card from your chocolate frog... Um, I, I need someone's... to know about the chocolate frog. So they, mm, yeah. you um, you get a little image of, of Dumbledore. Dumbledore. And then he goes, oh, he's gone. He says, we can't expect him to hang around forever. Does that mean... Dumbledore has like an alarm that is like some kid has bought a chocolate frog. You need to appear in their in their like. Ron says card. he's got six. So does he have to appear in every one? I think he has. Uh, he must be like Michael. Yeah, you can't expect him to hang around all day. Yeah. <laughs> if if Dumbledore is having a shit and someone says, "Oh, kids just bought a chocolate frog," <laughs> do you have to see Dumbledore squatting over it? <laughs> just be like, yeah. "Hey, kid, thanks for buying the chocolate frog." <laughs> He's getting a he's getting one of those uh, things they put a camera up your bum. <laughs> like, sorry, doctor, sorry, I'm Could appearing in a chocolate frog and the doctor's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not a wizard doctor, it. I don't understand. Um little question for the for the team. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so they say that the worst um the worst jelly bean flavour that anyone's had is bogey flavoured mm. that they claim is there. What mm. would be your worst jelly bean flavour? Uh, it would be dog Ooh. shit. <laughs> Well, that's the obvious one. Yeah. You, have you ever sort of been? Have you ever run like been out for a day out round town on the tube, yeah. and then looked yeah. on your foot and found sort of it's either it's either sort of gum, like sort of off yellow kind of gum, yeah. or yeah. it's that plus a number of other kind of uh, bits yeah. of uh, uh, yeah. like silt and and foliage that's accumulated in a in a gutter. And mm. and you you scrape it off. It's the worst smell you can imagine. Yeah, that's, that is a very close second. But that having grown up as a child with a house with two dogs in it, and I'd sometimes oh. come home from school and one of them cacked all over the stairs. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, the dog smell shit, is yeah, putrid. Probably, yeah, yeah. Now you know what? Yeah. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. I, yeah. I'm going to go. Good for luck the, to him. I say. Good dogs yeah, are good. Good, good for them. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go for um, jizz sock. I think that would be my. <laughs> you'd be really disappointed if you're like chewing. Oh. I imagine that smells like when you know when you first open a packet of ham. <laughs> oh. Might not like, be terrible. Oh. Maybe it won't be the worst. T- yeah, it wouldn't be the worst tasting. You'd just be like, oh god. Mind you, if it's the hammy jizz gasp of Tom Neenan's <laughs> freshly opened jizz sock. <laughs> so in yours, response to your brighter. question, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but luckily <laughs> neither of them have to eat a jizz sock. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness. The, the lady with the trolley, who I said earlier, to do with the Americanization of things. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, she says, do you want anything? And then Harry... She says, howdy, y'all. Harry just... Yeah, she's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking here. <laughs> <laughs> do you want any coffee or podoffee pie? <laughs> Hold the mayo <laughs> um, on rye. <laughs> Very deep south, that one. Yeah, 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 that's right. Now, Tom Crowley, you've Hello. you've got American family. What's that I have, yeah. all about? You should be able to rip one out. Rip one out. I, 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 this isn't my spotlight reel. I'm not auditioning <laughs> for anything here. Little does he know it is. Oh, oh shit. No. This is my very convincing American accent. To be fair, so... I've heard Crowley Time available in all good podcast. Yes, it uh, is. Crowley Time, the, the podcast, which every time I come on this podcast, I, I say to myself, I am going to verbally plug it, I swear. And I never do. So thanks, John. No, I, uh, I'm Crowley a big Time, fan of Crowley Time. Yeah. And well, Tom, well, is, Tom is able to do a lot of convincing American accents, and he hasn't had to do it whilst handling a trolley. Banoffee pie. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Harry just gets a hand of goblets, not goblets, um, mm. co- gold coins out, doubloons, giblets. You're thinking. And he of. says, "We'll take the lot." Yeah, and she's like, "That's quite presumptuous. You don't even know how much it is." <laughs> she's yeah. like, "It's thirty thousand yeah. pounds." He's like, "Oh, okay, that's egg on my face." I can't you don't know how much it is, and also yeah. I don't know how much that is because it's clearly some sort of Spanish doubloons that have been found in a buried treasure chest. <laughs> <laughs> That are date back to sort of 600 years ago. So how am I supposed to know how much that's worth? And also, his parents have been like, give it to Harry when he's 21. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we gave it to him when he was 11 and he spent most yeah. of it on a sweet truck. <laughs> yeah, no surprise. No surprise. He's going to get to 18 and want to buy a flat and he's fucked. Yeah, oh, oh God. God. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in London. Imagine. Definitely. Even in those magic houses that like are hidden or something, he won't be able to do it. Dumbledore's like, well, that's not a He's the ghost of Dumbledore. That's not a problem, Harry, because you've got all that gold in your vault. I spent it on a sweet trolley. <laughs> you fucking idiot. In film one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, I assumed you did that in Deathly Hallows one. No, I did it. <laughs> or, you know, the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah. I've God got a note it. from around here uh, yeah. at this point in the film which says in the next five years Amazon Prime is going to reboot this as a 10 hour series and it's going to be absolutely interminable yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think this is the last we've heard of it because no. they're trying to do these I saw the trailer to the new because um, my children are obviously invested in Harry Potter they love the brand so we watched the trailer yesterday to the new Fantastic Beasts film which they don't like mm-hmm. the, no. the, those films because they're awful and this yeah. trailer looks like it's got nothing interesting in it at all. <laughs> right. And I just think at some point that Warner Brothers is going to go, can you do us another Harry Potter film? Like, <laughs> Harry do. Potter is age 30 and there's a new threat. You know, like The Force Awakens. Yeah, Although right. if they could make Death, uh, The Cursed Child into a movie, I guess. At but some apparently point, I've heard it's not very uh, good. Relevant. 
That might be a problem. I, I was not a fan. I saw both. Mm. Um, I, I, but, you know, I understand that I'm sort of, if you're a big Harry Potter fan, I think it's amazing. And if they'd done a similar thing with Doctor Who, I'd be like, it's the best thing that's ever happened. Oh, okay, ever. okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm sure they will. Well, Chris Columbus was saying he'd like to direct the Cursed Child, but obviously he's saying that because he hasn't done anything decent in 20 years. Oh, bless him. He's more so good. Like, mm, how did, much more do you think theatre will have to die? Jumanji. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is amazing. Yeah, no question. Mm. Uh, I'm just, I was going to ask how, how much more do you think theatre has to die before they go, okay, we will let you do a film. <laughs> but I mean, anyway. That's not news. Um, <laughs> they've been making films of theatre for ever. Yeah, oh, God, yeah. no, absolutely. But, but if, they're, mm. if they're holding out and going, no, this is a live experience mm. and it must be seen mm. in person and you must buy two tickets to see both halves of this needlessly long play. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's, the, it's the integrity of the art and it's like, Two more years of COVID, and they're like, "Yeah, no, Chris Columbus. Actually, do you still yeah. want to make that film? <laughs> Otherwise, nobody will ever see this ever again." But it's going to uh, happen. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I think we'd be foolish to think that they're never going to make a film of Cursed Child. I think they probably will. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because they're all Hogwarts. We have to get to Hogwarts because Harry then encounters Draco Malfoy, who introduces Crab and Goyle. So we're legally accurate. I'll tell you what Wikipedia says. Yes, please do. Please okay. do. 7th of October 2009, him and a, f- a crab and a friend, obviously Goyle, were pulled <laughs> over by police. <laughs> pulled over by police and the officer searched the vehicle and found a knife and eight bags of cam- cannabis. Oh, no. Uh, and then, Meanwhile, and fucking then, uh, Malfoy has magicked himself away. It's like, oh, no, come back. Oh, he's immediately <laughs> abandoned them. And then in 2011, he was arrested mm. for his participation in the August London riots. Oh, God. Uh, oh. Uh, he had, as you say, a Molotov cocktail while looting yeah. a chemist in Chalk Farm. Oh, oh, no. And then he was also charged for growing cannabis after police, police found 15 plants in a search of his home. Oh, and in dear. 2012, he was sentenced to two years in prison. Not, a, I mean, yeah, not, a, not. A great, Why given would the... you take part in a riot when you're in one of the most successful? <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it it's like Harrison Ford doing the LA riots. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, not Harrison Ford. Like one of the, you know, one of the. Well, the famous Ford's got a great social conscience, so yeah. you know. He's married to Ali McBeal. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's all worked out. Yeah, it's like this. This it's guy. Like R2D2 being in the LA riots. <laughs> Kenny Baker. Baker. <laughs> Kenny Baker. Kenny Baker. Yellow ride. I'm thinking, if I just go home, this will all be all right. <laughs> I would like, love you it. You look like Kenny Baker. <laughs> I, I, would I love don't want to scare anyone, but I just saw Crab from Harry Potter throwing a Molotov cocktail. Yeah. yeah. Good God. I, I would love it if in Do the Right Thing, you could see Kenny Baker just flinging a bin through a window. Because <laughs> <laughs> Spike Lee went, oh, actually, be he, he was in the bin. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he'd be like, beep, boop, beep, boop. Yeah. And not fooling anyone. Get in the so they just recast him in like the last two films. They just, just wrote Crab out, and now it's Goyle and another character. I can't remember his name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you sort of think, I don't know, like obviously you can't account for everyone's sort of you know situation, but you like to think that Harry Potter sets the their actors up pretty well, like better than most, yeah. you know, twenty year olds uh, for for stuff. But yeah, he. Um, he went ahead, like, and if you look at his, I'm just on his Wikipedia now, mm. and if you look on his film filmography, mm. it's all the Harry Potter films and nothing else. No. Mm. <laughs> and then a remake of Scum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was never released. It was actually technically never the film. No. It just happened. Yeah. <laughs> God, we've been talking for 80 minutes and we've just got to Hogwarts. <laughs> 
they, John, when are we going to admit out. this isn't really a podcast? Is that, <laughs> at what this, point does that come? Mark Watson's listening to this going, turn it in, lads. Sorting hat. Exactly. Well, yeah, he meets Malfoy. Basically, I have to talk about this because Malfoy says, okay. be with me because I'm great yeah, and I'm right. posh. Mm. Or hang around with these reprobates. And he's like, well, I'll hang around with these. So then we get to the sorting hat. I want to ask you, Tom, mm. Neenan. All growling. Okay. Was the sorting hat formerly a wizard that likes sitting on children's heads and getting? <laughs> out the well, it's played by uh, Leslie Phillips, yeah. so I mean that is a, a question gone. for the who is yeah. still alive, who is still going strong. Oh my God, yeah, he is. <laughs> he's ninety-seven years old, um, and he's still going strong. Mm. And his voice is incredible, and, and he's got he a bond connection. Oh yes, he has. He what was married was? to the uh, Rosie from On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Wow! Oh, and wow. He, he's friends with Lara Croft in the uh, Tomb Raider film. That's right. Who wouldn't so, be? Yeah. <laughs> her dad, played by John Voight. John Voight, and her boyfriend is Daniel Craig. That's right. So there's another um, bond connection there. Yeah. What, what a portrait of a time those films are in hindsight. I, I, I've I've often thought, shall I do Tomb Raider for this podcast? And I thought I can't watch it again. Right, even I though it's got Gordon Brittas as her butler. Gordon oh yes, yeah. and uh, Noah Taylor as her, uh, oh. as her um, gadget player. man. Yes, yeah. Noah so, Taylor. Just what a bizarre thought that Noah Taylor's in Tomb Raider. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He's, Sorry, I associate him with such like press. I don't know prestige, non sort of yes, yes, stuff. in independent weighty movies. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and, like, and yet. Wasn't Richard Ayoade directed stuff. Or, yeah. yeah. What was his big break? What was his film that made him famous? Was he in Max? The one where, is it? Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. John Cusack is Hitler or he's Hitler or yeah. someone's oh, Hitler. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That is it. Yeah. Sorry, I think spoiler, he's, no, Taylor is Hitler, I think. I yes. think it's a film called Flirting. Oh. That's when I first oh, saw right. him where uh, it was him and Nicole Kidman. Oh, nice. 1991, 30 years ago. Oh, God, I think my yeah, dream well. for this this podcast is that mm. there are a lot of people who might be isolated with COVID yeah. and that this is basically like, if you put this on and have a drink and it's sort of like having friends around just talking about old actors, yeah. which is sort of my perfect yeah. Christmas. So I hope that there's someone who this is, you know. I'd like to tell you all at home that this is what hang, hanging out with me is like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Isn't that yeah, him yeah, from yeah. Thingy Bobby. Oh, oh, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it Do so much. Do you have three aging virgin uncles who <laughs> sit talking shit, <laughs> now keeping everyone in the cottage sketch. awake? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm writing it in my head as we speak. Mm. In fact, it's just missing anyway. your music in the background. Yeah, mm. yeah, my my amateurish music. <laughs> I love your music. You shut up. <laughs> well, um, that's you. And, we're uh, about to. I have... want Wingnut to be on this later. Uh, well, you'll need me to put a, a pitch shifting effect Shh, on my own voice. The magic is supposed to be a child. <laughs> no, this is exclusive content for your listeners, John. Oh. This is an equal trade. This is so, this is the best podcast ever made. There's so much <laughs> exclusive stuff going on here. Mm. There really is. There really is. We've heard all about the litigious information about um, Flange. What's his name? Crab. Uh, <laughs> Flange. Flange's criminal I history. I just saw Flange from Harry Potter trying to blow my chemist. <laughs> We've heard about. <laughs> Crabby Man is basically Logan. What's his name? Jake Paul. He's basically oh, Jake Paul. Yeah. Well, of course, famously with Crabby, he can only make sideways moves. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he couldn't be a film star. So hang on. So he could only be in another enormously popular yes. franchise He's about a boy wizard. Percy Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. 
or uh, the also directed by one. Chris Columbus. So yeah, that's true. Good point. They were Good like, point. We can, we'll see if the magic works twice. Nope, didn't work. No, nope, didn't okay. work. No. Nope. But hey, okay. Alex, it gave us Alexandra Daddario. So isn't that worth it in the I end? I have no idea who that is. Okay. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> Watch White, Lo- White Lotus. She's in White Lotus. Oh, I'm sure she's fantastic. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there you go. Anyway, so Dumbledore. So they do the sorting <laughs> hat. Everybody gets yeah. into where you expect them to go, even mm-hmm. though there's a bit of weird tension for no reason. When he gets on Harry's head, he's like, "Oh, I don't know what's going on there." <laughs> I think he's done his water under con- that hat. <laughs> Harry's. This, Harry it's a bit like what we do in the shadows. Exactly. He's like, like the witch's anus sort you, of kissing the back of your neck. You, you're thinking you might go into Slytherin. Oh, no, it's Gryffindor. Yay! Yep. Yeah. The and two then, most diametrically opposed houses. Yeah, exactly. For yeah. sure. Also, a sorting hat. He goes on um, to Malfoy's uh, head and he's like, oh, uh, Slytherin. And, yep. and I've written here, uh, smells a Tory a mile off. Mm. Yeah, like, yeah, in yeah. You go. This is how you get yeah. to be a Tory, of course. That's right, yeah. You get to be a on your head. Mm-hmm. Yep, right. <laughs> what would happen if you fucked the sorting hat, by the way? Sorry? What would happen if you fucked the sorting hat? Would it, oh. <laughs> would it put your penis. Gryffindor! <laughs> I'm <laughs> oh, just imagining it all coming out of its nostrils. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> mm, oh, I don't know. Um, no. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> let's get rid of the tension. Then food appears on the tables, and Yay! then and then we meet nearly cancelled Nick, <laughs> which I don't claim is the best joke I've written this year. <laughs> that is. <laughs> He's so desperate to be cancelled. <laughs> And no he one wants it so bad. What do you mean nearly cancelled? I mean, I appear on the BBC via Zoom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm angry about it. Have you sort of said anything that bad? Not really. Bad. I'm just annoying. No, no. It's just really wasn't annoying. the interview I agreed to be because yeah. I'm obviously when, not lucid. <laughs> when, you, when, you, <laughs> when you encounter a group of young people, do they say, oh, you disgusting <laughs> transphobic bastard? Yeah. No, they go, hey, Monty Python. <laughs> And I hate it. (laughs) He was doing Scouse jokes the other week about wheels being nicked off of cars. Brilliant. So original. We're we're so shocked by that now in 2020 fucking one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (sighs) But he's the worst character. Him and those ghosts. I hate them so much because I kept thinking about, you know, wind the clock forward to the Battle of Hogwarts. Yeah. Not one of those fuckers is around to take on. No, please doesn't turn up, does he? You want it like Lord of the Rings, where it's like the end, you know, the battle's turning, and then nearly cancelled Nick turns up and says, I didn't agree to be in this battle. I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and then you get that little weird monk who comes out the floor going, Ooh, I'm funny. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Get Meanwhile, Ron is, Ron is double fisting uh, chicken legs like he's on Hot Ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> which is like, quite fun. He looks like young Henry VIII. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Which was actually Jonathan Reese Myers, right? Exactly. Uh, in, yeah, but he, oh, yeah, he never got double fisted on hot wigs, so <laughs> he's not even he's ginger. <laughs> His eyes were watering then, I bet you. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Getting pegged by Catherine of Aragon. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one he kept, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we know That's why. For good reason. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what how, what's the thing? You got beheaded, wedded, beheaded. Uh, divorce, divorce beheaded, beheaded died, divorce died beheaded and then pegged survived. Ben pegged, divorce pegged. I love that rhyme. The great thing about that rhyme is it in no way helps you remember who was which yeah. at all. No. Divorce beheaded died. One of them was a witch. Brilliant. So who's Jane Austen? Is that one? What's going on? Living that die. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, right. Divorce beheaded. Correct. She's still, she's still alive. Quim. She survived. 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, and like we're to... about to meet yep. as well because they're oh, about yeah. to go up the steps. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're about to see the first moving portrait. Now, um, I've got a question mm. about this. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you both this. And I'll, I'll read it out verbatim. Do okay. the paintings have to be put through a rigorous program to ensure that none of them are registered <laughs> sex offenders? <laughs> they are all... You could walk past the corridor at night and one of them could be like, Oi, look at this. <laughs> that could happen. It's a special art CRB check you have to go through. This is where... it. <laughs> this is the bit of the uh, film where I've got in my notes uh, a Gatling gun of whimsical shit being blasted into my face. <laughs> you get the witch from Simon and the Witch. That's fun. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I'd put down, obviously, uh, from uh, it's from Paradise Towers. Mm, mm. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly, yes, yeah, yes. Same, same person. Yes, yep. exactly. Uh, she's not going to do anything dodgy. No. But there's a couple of paintings where they're like... Yeah, Elizabeth Briggs. Wait, look at this. And then, well, then of, the teacher of... come along and go, what? And they'll point, and the painter will be like, I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Who like... are going to believe? This new kid or this painting that's been here 30 years? Michael you can tell the same about any of the there. teachers, though. Yeah, straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was also going to say this is a, there's so many British actors in this film that you can introduce Zoe Wanamaker in the background of like a flavour shot mm. like oh in, in a reaction insane, shot to something it? else oh, happening I, I don't think she liked being in this because she's not in any of the other ones oh really yeah. well she's very good she did yeah she did enjoy it that it wasn't fun a fun thing because she's great she looks great and she's like got the real mm. look for the, Harry Potter hasn't she yeah. she's got the best like out uh, outfit and kind of makeup design, mm. I think, of all the teacher types. She's got she like looks cat she's... size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going and on that, there? And that that hints at a more compelling world yeah. than this <laughs> one is. She, she she hangs around in Hogwarts nights. <laughs> my spin-off. That's the yeah. Amazon Prime I want version. Mm. I want to see. Want Be a lover. Real magic. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> I like it in that voice as well. That's good. <laughs> Meow. Yeah, yeah. Meow. That's my Zoe Wanamaker <laughs> voice. Soon to debut on Crowley like Time. Available on iTunes and all good podcast nice. apps. Yeah, we're on 93 minutes and Harry's just got to Hogwarts. <laughs> yeah. um, I think so, we've run out of things to say about the film, though, to be honest. Well, I've got so, lots can of we notes just here. carry on? So um, all right, fair enough. Fair so enough. They, go to, they, go to, they go to Professor McGonagall's class. She turns into a from a cat. Yeah, and then says they should turn into a watch so they'll be on time. Mm-hmm. Then they go to Snake's potion yeah. class, and he says, "I can teach you to bewitch the bard and mm. snare the senses. I can tell you how to bottle fame, blue glory, and even put a stopper in death." <laughs> and Harry, he has a go at Harry for not listening, but Harry is actually writing down everything he says. He is. Yeah. So he is listening. And then, uh, then Harry says, "Why are you wearing that cape?" And then he says. Arafat gets his suits there. Nice. And it's very, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, very good, very you good. You wanted yeah. a miracle, Harry, I give you the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> Seamus blows himself up a lot. Now, I feel that this is another right. bit of racism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Doesn't yeah, he, he, he's blowing himself. He's supposed he to say, <laughs> when Guardian Defiosa set a timer, then call in a five-minute warning, then leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the point when in Deathly Hallows Part 2, McGonagall turns to him and says, uh, Mr. whatever his name is, Mr. O'Flanahy, whatever he's called, you have right. a particular talent in blowing things up. And I just sat up with as a man with Irish family yeah. and thought, hang on a minute. Oh, this is, hang come on, on come on, guys. <laughs> this right. is, you're basically saying all oh, Irish people are terrorists. That's what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. Imagine if yeah, you, you swapped Seamus for an Arab. <laughs> it wouldn't yep. be, tell you what, buddy, be Which they would have done a few years later. Yeah. 
Art Malik as a student at Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> right, and I'd be insulted on behalf of uh, the uh, people from Arabia. Of course, well, it'd just be. I mean, he'd be too old for one. But you know, his true lies connection. Also, <laughs> as Laurence Olivier I'd... said. Someone said, we've cast an 11-year-old boy in this part. And then said, my dear boy, have you not tried acting? Yeah. <laughs> so so the other so thing about it. the Irish lad is, mm. I'd, I hadn't even put together the sort of um, an Irish person that keeps blowing up uh, mm. connection. Mm, yeah. uh, what I had written was that he first blows up because he's trying to make alcohol in Yeah, yeah he's trying class. to make rum. Turn this so it's, it's a double, double mm. racist He's, he's a drunk man obsessed with blowing things up. <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen, he's, he might as well be called Jerry Adams. <laughs> Would you ever seen where like he gets one of those um, trading cards you get with the toffee frogs yeah, yeah. and go like, "No, that's not literally Dumbledore. That's just the essence of Dumbledore, <laughs> consubstantiating Dumbledore in the card." Yeah, or, like, it came to, like, with a pound of Semtex, so it did. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he then goes for his flying lesson with Madame Hooch, aka Yay. Zoe Wanamaker. Yeah. Now we get a lovely, a lovely example for all you uh, historians out there of what CGI was doing in 2001. <laughs> oh man, it's very Polar Express, isn't oh, it? It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very Spider Man and Polar yeah, Express. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He I mean, turns we'll, into we'll a wobbly rubber cartoon for, uh, for later. Yeah, yeah, we will. But he, they might as well have got Ardman to do it. <laughs> I'd love that. Once again, the Muppets that. should have been involved in this mm. at some point. I rewatched the Muppets Christmas Carol yesterday, and oh, not so one effect—they're not. I mean, they're not seamless, but like, not one effect has aged as badly as not as at all. CGI. No, Michael Caine singing. <laughs> and in the end, Merry Christmas, everyone! Uh, oh, this is a Christmas him. episode, though. So, Merry Christmas, everyone! Merry Christmas, Merry everyone. Christmas, Merry Christmas, everyone! Merry COVID Christmas! One of Malfoy's friends blew up a chemist's <laughs> dream. Right? It's Merry Christmas, so everyone! So you can be free. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Many ways, a freedom fighter. <laughs> One man's terrorist, another man's freedom fighter. That's that right. That's right. Yeah. If there's only two men there. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Um, um, yeah. So they, they get the flying lesson. <laughs> Neville breaks his um, wrist, I think. Bless him. Right. And he's taken away. And then um, I've uh, met Neville Longbottom. He's very nice. You've met the real man. What's his name? And Matthew, he's the sexy one. Matthew Sexy yeah. Pants. Is yes. Matthew Sexy Pants? Um, he is very nice. I, did, I was I was uh, doing something with uh, the I think it was the Leak, which was a, a Welsh satire show. Mm-hmm. Um, ah. And uh, and what we did is there was a thing where they um, they had him there, uh, um, Matthew Lewis, hmm. and um, and they just invited someone random off the street, and then just went, "Hey, welcome in off the street. Look, it's Neville of a Harry Potter." And everyone was like, "Oh God!" That was it mainly. Um, yeah. It was right. it was a lot of fun. But he then got the train back to us to Cardiff and did not get recognised once. I think he's a very humble man. He doesn't Aww. carry himself like a celebrity. That's nice to know. I remember watching Happy yeah. Valley 2 and he's in that. Oh, is he? he? Is. God, yeah. that's good, isn't and it? And I was watching and I was thinking, is, is that Neville? Yeah. He's all sexy. He's is, all hunky. Is Bethany Black in Happy Valley 2 as well? I think I she might know. turn up in Oh, Happy really? Valley. Oh, no, know. she's in um, the other one. She's in, sorry, the, another wor- a gritty working class police thing, which is... Um, uh, oh, no offence. No offence, she's yes. in no offence. Oh, really? That is mysteriously on Disney+. Plus. What? what? Yes. The least Disney thing I've ever seen. But Series 1 them. and 2 of No Offence are on Disney+. Plus. 
If you want a treat for Christmas, watch oh. No Offense Series 1 and 2. Yeah. There was a big conversation recently about, like, oh, Disney is, is seriously considering putting sort of adult live-action entertainment. I don't think they meant porn, but it did sound like mm. it. Yeah, yeah. But they said, you know, it, they're putting sort of, you know, grown-up content. And I thought, I think there's sort of every kind of second-rate, kind of vaguely erotic TV thriller from America on there now, isn't there? Yeah. Like, that's that that was a bridge crossed long ago. They went from like you can't say fuck to um, let's have a lot of stuff that well, they've insulated the themselves yeah. by introducing the star stars. Clever, yeah, yeah, clever. which yeah. is like this is for grown ups. What is uh, what would Harry Potter be on? That would be on is that Disney Plus or that is would that be on that, HBO that, Max? HBO, oh, which we can't have until twenty twenty five. God damn it! I can't Good wait. Lord. I can't well, I mean, wait. I had to rent it from Amazon Prime, so oh. Bless you, Tom. I, I was, I'm, no, on Sky, right. I'm, so I'm going to send an invoice. But, yeah, please do. Please <laughs> yeah. I'll happily pay it. £3.50 in HD. So. I mean, you, oh. you need to only have watched half of it because we're never going to make it to... We'll no, never make no, it no. to the we're, end. Two and a half hours. I've got a note. So, the next <laughs> note I've got here is um, uh, the stakes at one point go from, oh my God, my parents were murdered, to, hang on a second, someone's fixed this sports game at a school. <laughs> I that was slightly odd to see. Well, th- let's get there because um, yeah. right, he, okay. Harry goes to save because Neville's given this ball that you can tell you things you've forgotten, but it can't because mm. it just goes yeah. red, which is completely right, useless. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, as he hurts himself, he drops it, and then Draco finds it and then mm. goes off with it. So Harry chases him on his broom and catches it. Yep. And McGonagall sees that and thinks, "Hey, there could be a seeker in Quidditch for us." Oh, hello. So mm. she. Um, she says, you can be our youngest ever seeker. I've written here, I can't help but feel that Harry Potter gets preferential treatment to any other student. He really Yeah, does. I mean, um, this is a school... I mean, it's been said many times that Quidditch as a sport makes no sense. That's and it does yeah. awful. I hate it's it. It's terrible. Mm. But also, um, it is a sport where... Well, and Hogwarts is a school where you can be put on the first 11 of the Quidditch team and, and not know what the sport is. <laughs> yeah. And have never heard of it before. Oh, it's Which awful. suggests it doesn't require a lot of skill to... Play, play, no, you just like you know, luck yourself out because he's made a seeker. In which, in which point, I'm surprised Harry Potter didn't start going, Hey there, Georgie girl, nice, <laughs> thank yeah. you, oh, thank Tom, you, you're Harry um, boy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but when he gets when they're going back to the common room, the staircase changes paths and they get sent yes. to a big dog with three heads called Fluffy. Oh, yeah, yeah owned by uh, William Hartnell, by William Hartnell. <laughs> that's right, yeah, by the first doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah. which I'm well, not the first doctor anymore, remember. Why not? Oh yeah, because it's pretty Oh god, yeah, because uh, because Martin. there were actually seven there were seven million uh boys and girls and I imagine also non-binary people of various different ethnicities who then decided to become exclusively white men for a period of time. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me wonder for, why for they no reason. You think I'd want someone more Yeah, you would that. think they would make it more varied from the mm. beginning onwards, but no, apparently the doctor themselves was racist from mm. <laughs> 1963 onwards. But before that, yeah, very open-minded. Yeah. But yeah, and until that point, god damn you, Tectayun, whatever you did. I blame yep. the Sontarans. <laughs> I blame uh, Derek Dedman for whatever he did on Gallifrey. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, it was so his they, fault. They meet Fluffy, and then later, Ron, uh, they're in the class where they're doing the feather, and then Seamus again blows himself up. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And then afterwards, he, he, he's Ron's mean to Hermione. Mm. Wingardium Leviosa. Oh, yeah, that's quite horrible, isn't it? That he's trying to. Yeah. He, like, he says she's mental. Yeah, that is that. You get cancelled for that now. Sensitive, yeah, yeah. I think we that feels a bit like the uh, I'm walking on the pavement moment of the script as well, though. Like. 
uh, going, we've only made a quid. You know, that, that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like, overselling. You are a yeah. mentalist. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think we should start a Twitter campaign to get um, Ron cancelled. Yeah. I'd love that. I'd love that. I agree. I'd love that Rupert, too. Rupert um, Grint. Sort of yeah. He sounds like get... he works at Grint Gotts. Well, I always get confused call my by house which is the actor, <laughs> which, is the, which is the character. Uh, I just call him Ron. I'm sure Ron. everyone does. I'm sure he's fast. Uh, Oi, fucking Ron. Oi, yeah, Thunderpants. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? He'd probably hug you and kiss you on both yeah. cheeks if you called him Thunderpants. Oi, just anything snatch different. the TV series. No, Lockstock and Two Smoking <laughs> Battles, the TV series. I can't Oi. remember what his name. Was he in Snatch or Lockstock, the series? I can't remember. I can't remember. That one where you were a hit. I can't remember that there were Emily series Blunt. of both those films. Oh, they God. did, yeah. they did, yeah. Because what we love most about our English culture, never mm. mind your Austins, never mind your Dickens, we no, like, we, we're a fan of Richie. <laughs> yeah. We like British people who culture. talk in incre- incomprehensible ways that no one talks like. I'm going yeah, exactly. down the blighty and flares into my. It's not exactly a peck of peanuts, is it? I didn't yeah, say no, it. No, stick it up, your apples and Johnson. Yeah, it's yeah. Oh, British culture goes the, from uh, written by yeah. landed gentry. Yeah. That, of course, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. British culture goes from Shakespeare, which is when Harry Potter was written, mm. through to mm. the nineties when gangsters happened, mm. and they were Dexter Fletcher, and that's Britain. And it's Alan Fold as well, isn't it? It's yeah. Alan Fold. He's got that raspy voice. Put your no. bollocks away, Potter. <laughs> I like the way that the gangster films are still trying to be made. There's like Essex Boys '78. Oh, I yeah. love it. Rise of, the, Rise of the Snake Boys. Craig Fairbrass is yeah. on. This. I don't know what it is, and I'm not going to accuse him of anything. No. But all I'd say is those films getting financed is helping someone out. Lads Raid Nine. <laughs> that is, uh, <laughs> tour Desolate. Pudding Trouser eight. Boys The beginning <laughs> Yeah that's it yeah. We're the Trouser Boys mate Sling your rook It's like London that. Blitz 9 Yeah the that's boys the are back <laughs> Yeah Starring Jason Statham No well, actually, no, no, no He we, wouldn't do We that. just saw no. the back Of Jason Statham's head And to be fair He was just on his way To a different soundstage Starring but someone he is From in EastEnders it. Starring It's always Starring Craig Fairbrass yeah. And someone who was in uh, uh, The Long Good Friday, but for a bit, and you yeah. can't see him anymore, yeah. yeah. We yeah. guarantee every film in this series will contain the phrase, tasty cunt. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, what? Uh, excuse me, this film has guns and tits, and I'm sorry, that is all you need to make a film nowadays. I take so you saw the Ned. trailer for Gatwick, Gatwick Gangsters, did you see that? No, I haven't seen no. Oh, Gatwick you have to Gangsters. go and check out Gatwick Gangsters, it's got Willie Thorne in it. Oh, <laughs> bless him. I can hear typing. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh I've seen the poster. I've definitely yeah, seen yeah. the poster. There really it is. Oh, and it's got Gary Bushel. Gary Bushel, the actor, Gar- the, famous the famous actor Gary Bushel, the famous actor from The Sun, Gary Bushel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! Can I just say we've been talking for 106 minutes. Yep, and we've talked for 20 <laughs> minutes about London like, gangster yet? films. I keep telling you, John, this is not a podcast. No, this is uh, yeah. this is our Christmas party. Sorry about Gary Bushel. I'll, uh, I'll tell you after the oh, record. No, okay, good. Please remember <laughs> that. Can you make a note of that? I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah of course. Because we've done right. that before, and we've never talked about things. Can I take um, issue um, with with mm. you about this, both of you, in fact? Because uh, as a loyal listener of Weezing Groaning Pod mm. and uh, Smosh Pod, mm. is yeah. is so often you because the fact yes. is like. Unless you're doing something stupidly indulgent, like my one-man sketch and character comedy podcast mm. that takes you know, every uh, available yeah. from all good 
good podcast platforms. available yes. from iTunes and Stitcher and, and it's very good and all good yeah thanks very and everyone good. everyone who agrees it's extremely good yeah. uh, it, that that takes you know several hours per minute of content yeah. whereas most podcasts like this one uh, don't even have a perfunctory edit no, <laughs> <laughs> no this will just go out Every, oh my god all we're going to be over someone's out. Yeah, we're going to go out and someone's going to listen to this over their turkey. One yeah. person, to be yeah. fair, but like... Yeah. Oh, exactly, is. yeah. One, one divorced deal. person, yes. Yeah. 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 And, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, with Smash Rod traditionally, I would do a perfunctory edit where I would split it in half and put it out in two parts. I ain't doing yeah. that with this. No, this fair is enough. This is going to be a big old chunk. Yeah, I love this it. This is a binge, Christmas binge. But so Megan often... Megan Gans' interview with Pete Holmes, I think, is three and a half hours long, and oh, I think I've listened to it twice. This is like Scroobius Pip. Scroobius Pip doing it. Podcast. Oh yeah, I yeah. Love it. No, I welcome, think I don't, welcome, not, this welcome, is not a criticism. Yeah. I think that is the established style. But the problem with it is, yeah. is that as a listener, you hear uh, one of you or Paul Litchfield, who I can't help but notice has not yet chimed in to tell us what else was on telly that night. <laughs> I'm disappointed. But, on Harry Potter, like, yeah. Somebody will say like, "Oh, you know what? I've got the absolute best story that you've ever heard yeah. about." Um, uh, it, it, it's about John Pertwee, uh, a fold-up <laughs> caravan, uh, and the Duchess of York. And it's like, wow. But I can't tell you. I'll tell you after we stop recording. Yeah. And that is in the podcast. Yeah. And and you're just sick with envy. Yeah, and you know what? Most of the time we finish recording mm. and we all forget. And you forget to tell we everyone. All forget anyway. So they're having dinner at Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. And then Ian Hart. Quirrell comes running and then goes troll. He goes CGI. Awful, bad. And yeah, so everyone panics. Two thousand and one. And Richard Richard Harris has to stand up and go, calm down. And then he's sick because he's just standing up. And then they're all having to go back to the common rooms. Then, as they're walking away, they hear Mm. that Hermione's been crying in the toilets because of what Ron said all afternoon. Fair enough. So Harry goes, We better go and save Hermione. And on the way there, we see the cave troll coming towards them. Yeah, they have a cave troll. I was going to say, this came out the same year as Fellowship of the Ring, and I think they've got the better cave troll. They really do. They they Uh, had the push, yeah. Mm -hmm. On trolls, didn't they? I'm not saying it's a great cave troll in Fellowship of the Ring, but it doesn't look like. Gary Bushel. <laughs> it actually looks like, you know, when someone does that, this is what Homer Simpson would look like if he were real. Yeah, yeah it looks it really like that. does, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, bit, I'm sort of a bit like Sean Ryder. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a fucking lovely pair of shoes, that. Yeah. yeah I've seen any fucking UFOs. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so the troll gets, they basically, long story short, they knock, manage to knock the troll out. Yep, very good. Not off. And everybody yeah. comes in, and then we get the first instance of bullshit because McGonagall's like, five points to each of you for trying to take on a troll, and then ten mm. points for taking on the troll and being so brave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The point system at Hogwarts is infuriating, it's isn't it? Possible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then the next day is the Quidditch match, so Harry's all nervous, and then he gets given a brand new broom, the Nimbus. 2000 2000 yeah and then he's like who got me this he looks around and Dumbledore gives him a nod and I'm thinking that is classic grooming behaviour oh my god that is disturbing isn't it I was really upset by that I get it in the later films where Sirius is buying himself because he's his godfather and wants to look after him but this is a fucking headmaster of your school dodgy it's well dodgy and other kids would be like he's always getting preferential treatment he's buying him a broom Don't like it. Don't like it at all. But I don't want to talk about the Quidditch match at all because it's interminable. But I've just written this note. Interminable mm. Quidditch match where Harry takes one in the mouth. 
<laughs> he sure does. Yeah, he takes a snitch in the mouth, which is. Now I I do. (laughs) You despise me. (laughs) The I do like that Quidditch is unisex. That's the one thing I like about it. Yeah, Yeah. but um, I tried to write sort of describe. Quidditch in my notes, and I've written mm. it's it's the same as football, mm. uh, except if a very special clever boy can <laughs> find a magical golden ball that will end the football <laughs> immediately. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which actually is is a, a kind of football I would like more. I was going to say it's so, good for people with low attention spans; they can just absolutely head for the snitch. Imagine if you're watching like Millwall v Everton mm. and then yeah. like towards the end of the match a little boy in the corner was like I've done a word search mm. and then that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that ends the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's five nil. No, well, or, or just or just runs out holding it holding a tiny golden ball and says the match is now over. Yeah. yeah. Like, but that kid was moving so fast and doing something so separate you didn't even see it. We yeah. got, we've got says, score oh, the six game's goals before the kid finishes that Sudoku. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a whole level of tension. I would have a team that was on it. 90 seekers. Like, I don't, mm. Is there any rule that yeah. says it has to be one seeker? Absolutely. Like, I would have as many seekers it. as possible. But can, I think so they want to make a made it all up when they turned up that term. Like she invented yeah. the game. <laughs> can we talk about Christmas? Because Harry and Ron have to stay at school due to the fact that no one loves them. Oh, yep. Yeah. And then Ron's oh. playing chess and then he's playing chess, right? Mm. And the chess game one of them animates and kills the other one and he goes and she goes that's awful and he goes that's wizard chess and I thought no it's just chess yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just and, you've animated and also my, chess yeah. my first thought was no this is pod racing <laughs> <laughs> and just back to, pod, uh, to Quidditch for a second hmm. you know oh, the yeah. kids who uh, yes. who's commentating on the Quidditch yeah mm. what two words do we have to say when we see the kid who's uh, who's commentating on Quidditch I don't know we have to say pop pop because he goes on to the oh. magnitude in community no, no he's not no he's yeah. not yeah that's ridiculous yes. that's incredible oh, oh good for him i love it so much my, my only thought about him was that i couldn't believe yeah. the character's name wasn't like sprat mckenzie or something like <laughs> the coolest kid in hogwarts yeah like, yeah he's the, only, he's the only one that's not a total spod and the entire student body he's amazing like, it, it, Really good, and he's magnitude. No way. That's incredible. He goes on to be magnitude Although, in the community. I love him so much. That's so brilliant. And the old and man with the beard pop, pop is. Mm, sorry. Yeah. Yes. I was just say that is one word twice. I'm sorry, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. yeah. The old man yeah. in the beard that's sitting behind him is Tom mm. Felton, aka Draco Malfoy's granddad in real life. Oh, that's nice. Oh, I love apart. that. Apparently, the story is, according to Tom Felton, that he turned up with his granddad. He was kind of sort of chaperoning him. His mm. granddad already had this mighty beard. So they were like, well, do you oh, want to wow. be an extra because you look like a wizard? Oh, that's lovely. That is nice. Unfortunately, and he had to suck his own dick to get the part. <laughs> uh, that is a shame. Yeah, like, and proof that all the good stuff about the whole <laughs> the Quidditch scene, nothing to, about oh, it is to do with actual Quidditch. Oh, it's all to do with the crowd. Everything and the else. It's all yeah, fucking yeah. magnitude. Oh, we it, should, an yeah. old man that can suck his own cock in the crowd. Too. We should mention there's a plot point here that Harry is being bewitched. Oh, yeah, yeah, we, at witch, this point, we're Snake's being pointed to to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yes. But Hermione, Hermione stops the bewitching by setting fire to him. Yeah. <laughs> that's real. Which Chris Crab looked at and went, alone. "Oh, that's a good idea." <laughs> Do that when I go to the chemist. 
<laughs> so it's Christmas Day. Ron gets a jumper Yay. with an R on it because no one cares about him. Yeah. Harry Wait, gets an invisible cloak. Do you think? Do you think Crab's lawyers tried that defence in court? I think they did. <laughs> well, what's good for this, the goose, Your Honour? Your Honour, this influence on my young client clearly the source of the inspiration for his actions. Can I just say, if you're still day. listening to this podcast at this point, thank you. Well done, thank you. you. Thank, thank Christ for like an, 110 minutes. Oh Can I say God. what's wrong with you if you're yeah. still listening to this? I'm sorry you're having such an awful Christmas. Yeah. Oh, God yeah. God if you're doing long you. road trips home, God bless you. Yeah. yeah. The number of the Samaritans is... Yeah. And, and John, can you drop in it's the actual number of the Samaritans? 0898505050. Can I just say, well, when Harry gets the invisible cloak, I thought, mm. I've written here, if this film was called Boob Academy, we'd be in for an interesting <laughs> few scenes. we got to get to the girls' dormitory, Ronald. Hello. Just a disembodied dong floating around <laughs> all of Hogwarts. <laughs> and can I also say, Harry, I've written here, Harry, who was supposed to be clever, puts on a invisibility cloak that just shows his head and then says, my body's gone. Yeah. <laughs> Hasn't to, you feel to your the, body? To the divorced listener at home, it's yeah. 20 past 11 at night <laughs> currently. <laughs> It it's been dark since 4pm. We were going to yeah. start this at quarter past nine. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so Harry oh, goes to the Forbidden Library, yeah. which is where they keep all the wizard-on-wizard wizard action. <laughs> <laughs> and all the copies of Boob, Boob Academies 1 through 7. Wazzle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Play witch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Fiesta, sadly, they didn't think of a good line for that. Right? <laughs> and Granny Fiesta. Fucker Monthly. Uh, yeah. There's no connection to Wizards there. They just, <laughs> it's the sort of thing they're into. Readers uh, Warlocks. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Readers Warlocks. <laughs> 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 oh my God, this is the most fun I've had in ages. Um, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everyone. So Dumbledore, then it, uh, Harry bumps into the, the mirror with his dead parents in it. Oh, yeah, yep. the dead parent mirror. That's sad. Parent mirror. And Dumbledore explains to him the mirror, is, it shows you exactly what you desire. So I'd imagine <laughs> if I looked in there. Yeah. Well, uh, it does beg the question. You've got quite a lot of kind of pubescent kids exactly. <laughs> in that school. Yeah. Wondering in again. Uh, although that's Harry, I've just seen a telly, massive telly with big tits in it. <laughs> yeah. Harry looks in. That's my parents. What are you doing? Oh, <laughs> oh uh, I've seen the complete archives of Granny Fucker Monthly <laughs> in the library. No, they're just there. You can go find them. Feet don't fail me now. Uh, that's the Hanna Barbera little bongo noise. <laughs> Yeah, uh, th that said, I must say that um, to go back to the film, which mm. I can't believe I'm doing, mm. but um, this this image of uh, him sort of being, seeing himself surrounded by his parents in the mirror mm. is one of the things that really stuck with me as a kid. Mm. But I, I was not, I, nice. as I say, I'd, I'd almost sort of uh, um, petulantly taken against Harry Potter. Can I just ask, I'm going to bite because I'm going to have mm. to. You keep saying when you saw this as a kid, how old were you when this film came out? Oh, God. Um, well, what year did it come out? 2001. Again? 2001, I would have been uh, 12, 13, 12, hang on. Oh, God, I can't count, no. 12, 13, um, it's quarter past 12, 13, 13. past midday. 13, I would have you been. You were 13, Tom, how old were you? I'd, I'd probably about the same, I'd, I'd imagine. Oh, no, I was 24. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, God. Um, how do you feel now hanging out with your young friends, uh, John? I'm all right, I can give you sweets now, no one will care. 
Nice. Hey. Hey. But I, you, I didn't see this. I didn't see this first one at the cinema. I don't think so. Uh, so I had to catch up later. I, I, my tragic story is I took my mother to see this because mm. she was a fan of the books. Oh, nice. And my That's dad's a, a miserable prick and wouldn't have taken her. So I, <laughs> I, I That's her. lovely. Yeah. And you saw that bit where Harry Potter's looking at the in the mirror, and mm. then his parents are there, and then suddenly Melinda Messenger suddenly yeah. <laughs> arrives midway yeah. through. Melinda Messenger gives him a little jiggle. It was the yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, a sort of an era appropriate um, celebrity. Oh, that'll do. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah? I'm not fussy. Okay. Um, so <laughs> then he, he says, we're going to move this mirror and, yeah. and nothing, you don't say anything about it. There's a lot of that going on in this. Mm. There is, anyway. there? Which is also another Chris Columbus film called Mrs. Doubtfire. There was a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. Don't tell your sister that I've, I'm a, I've got my knob out. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a mad film. I'm, uh, I... I'm followed on Twitter by Mara Wilson, mm. um, and it's all I can do to not like DM her occasionally, just going like, "That was a mad film." Yeah. That he Did just that damage up. you psychologically? <laughs> yeah, 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 you're yeah. the one that has the, that film has the biggest impact on. Yeah. Anyway, I did an episode of going, that. Go and listen to I, that. There's a lot of that. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Can I please be friends with Danny DeVito? That would be all I would say. Is he? Mis- That'd be amazing. Oh, because of Matilda. I was thinking. No, yeah, yeah. Matilda. <laughs> um, he plays his bollocks. Um, he does. <laughs> so I was curled up inside his pants. <laughs> so they now know about from she. She basically says to him, "Oh, I shouldn't have told you to go to the Forbidden Library. That's stupid." Mm. But on the way back from the Forbidden Library, he sees Quirrell and Snape having a disagreement. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they're a oh, yes. real tete a tete, aren't they? But now we find out about the Philosopher's Stone and Nicholas Flamel. Yeah, yes, flamingo. Yeah. They don't know who he is. I really love mm. this scene. I've written my only note here is like the Invisicloak library scene is just really great, tense, and really well shot. Mm. Like, I think it's fantastic. It's fun, isn't it? Is that where they open the book and there's a man screaming at them? Yeah, I think. No, that's earlier, isn't it's it? Not... It's just Harry on his own, isn't it? Or yeah, am I? That's when oh, he's remembering. Then he opens... on his own. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. And, and we got David Bradley, who is also William Hartnell, of course. That's Yay! right. Yeah, who is also not the first Doctor. Yeah, he is not the first Doctor. No. And also the guy who has that is in that the uh, He's only fucking doctors to the other Doctor Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, David Bradley. I love David Bradley, and I think he's very he's good in this. He's very yeah, good. Yeah, he yeah. actually is disarmingly young. He's playing old, but you mm. see him now, and you're like, oh no, you're a young man in this. You're mm. like in your like, late forties. He really is. I, yeah. I felt the same way. Yeah, he could have passed for Davison. Yeah, <laughs> <That's right. laughs> just be out of breath. And that so they go and see. It? They go and see. <laughs> But Paul, <laughs> what else was on TV that night? <laughs> they go and see Hagrid, who has a dragon egg. That's fun. Yeah, cool. Norbert. Nice. He uses that. It's a bit like in um, uh, in Game of Thrones, where mm. whenever he's being sort of violently taken from behind by the uh, by the Khaleesi, Hang on. or by oh. the Carl, he just looks at the dragon egg and that, right. gives, him that gives him strength. Yeah, that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he burns that Hogwarts and walks out naked. At the end. <laughs> <laughs> For a minute, I wasn't with you. Okay. Um, <laughs> Hagrid being taken from behind. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not yeah, sure Hagrid yeah. is in Game of Thrones. I mean, I've not seen it, but no, uh, I'm pretty is. sure. Yeah, he, he wrote season seven. <laughs> he can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> and he has no idea how to put a story together. Um, Nobody can spell Khaleesi, surely. Oh, anyway. Well, yeah, it's just K-L... Yep. S-I-A. Yep. So the kids discover that the Fluffy is the name of the dog. He's guarding the stone. Mm-hmm. And the stone is a magical object that can turn metal into gold and mm. produce an immortality elixir. That's fun. 
Yeah. Exciting. So they're in Hagrid's hut. Now, Hagrid, they're trying to give Hagrid a catchphrase in this film, which doesn't carry on to the other films, which is, ah, mm. oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So no. he's like, is that you guys book? are just about to have a wank. Oh, I should not have said that. <laughs> Here's a flannel to clean your face. I came on that earlier. Oh, I, have oh, I should not have said that. Ron, shift over, will you? You're on my giant tower of copies of Granny Fuckers Monthly. <laughs> Oh, he should not have said that. <laughs> but inexplicably, he keeps his job, and that's all I'm saying about that institution. Yeah. Um, all I'm saying is, Britain is a white country. No, nope. oh, I shouldn't have said that. Oh. And then just off, off, out of shot, there's nearly cancelled Mick going, Oh, I should have thought to say that. <laughs> oh, nearly, nearly. Almost. <laughs> That's the sort of thing I should be going up with. Oh, he just wonders and it goes, this parrot is dead. <laughs> absolutely no one laughs or registers. And Ron, and Ron Harry and Hermione off. go, all go, hey, Monty Python. And he goes, oh no, I'm dangerous. And then he runs <laughs> off through the wall. I'm a provocateur. Yeah. <laughs> I love Lily Cancelled, Nick. Um, yeah. So, so but when they're in the hut, they see a head poking out. Yeah. And it's Malfoy who's going to run off and grasp them up, and he does. Oh, no, yes. So then they're all punished, but also Malfoy is also punished for being out of bound, out of school grounds at night as well. Ah, uh, gutted. Mm. Imagine so- if that had been the same thing with Crab, where it'd be mm. like, <laughs> Malfoy, you are equally to blame yeah. for this. Yeah. I wasn't even in London, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. You're his best hot. friend. Yeah. <laughs> you magicked that Molotov. I didn't. I was, <laughs> I was in Los Angeles. <laughs> I was making Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. (laughs) (laughs) When I got to say the line, get your hands off me, you dirty stinking ape, even though it just didn't work in that scene. Doesn't make sense. But then the monkey says, no. That's "That's brilliant. Oh, it's so good. If only Crab had said no, eh? He'd still be in this film. Just say no, Crab. (laughs) Just get a little video of him going to light a Molotov and stopping and then waggling his finger. (sighs) Just say no. Just saying. Maybe my TV at home is fine. Don't bring another one. Uh, and that anyway, chemist, been, they do a good job. It's been so good to see you two. Anyway, have a great Christmas. And um, <laughs> sorry, this is what? There's this little like red circle that says recording on my screen. What's that about, John? <laughs> Just ignore it. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. Yeah. Anyway, so they go into a, a woods that is principally full of beasts. Yes, so I love Beastwood. Yeah, mm. very sexy centaur like in there. Beastwood, yeah. they call yeah. it. Clint Beastwood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is around the point in my um, and th- this is now very hubristic. Me writing this because yeah. I've written one hour forty minutes. Good God, this film's long. Mm. But yeah, now I don't think I'm in it? a position to criticise. Really. We've, we've, we've talked for hundred and twenty-two minutes. <laughs> yep. Which is about as long as the film should be. Yeah. Uh, I think we're actually yeah. beating the film. At this I'm so point. sorry, everyone listening, but we are having a great time. We're having a great time. It's Christmas. Yeah. But long it's the story rule short, of all, all mm. brilliant podcasts is it's more fun for the people making it than listening to it. That's oh yeah, the, that's podcasting. Oh, yeah. The golden rule. That is the, the, yeah. the, that is the hidden rule. That is, if it was a, 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 a cell in Excel, you would hide that column. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, it's uh, too much of a peek behind the curtain. Sorry, Sean. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. But Vol- Harry sees Voldemort eating a unicorn. So, uh, and I put, uh, Voldemort, like Voldemort is weak and is sucking off unicorns just like Dirk Diggler when he had a drug habit. And 
Yeah. It's mad when you're like, oh, so in the next bit of the film, Voldemort is uh, sucking on a unicorn until the centaur comes along and spooks him off. It's like, this is a mad film. Can I just say that this is the world's most powerful evil wizard and the centaur comes along and goes, get out of here. <laughs> and he goes away as if he is a cloak on a string. <laughs> and then I've got uh, Harry sees the, the cloaked man and feels mm. his wound ache. Mm. <laughs> it's just a letter from um, Dutch Cox Monthly. I believe it was, yeah. <laughs> or Granny Shaggers Monthly, sorry. The, it was, it was Granny Fuckers strong. Monthly, John, please. Sorry, I keep getting magazines. <laughs> Have some taste. So at this point, Harry and the, and the gang suspect that um, Severus Snape is the baddie in this issue because they would. saw him mm. with a bad leg. In Die Hard. In Die Hard. Yeah, <laughs> like out of a big building. Yeah. <laughs> so then Hagrid accidentally reveals, well, <gasps> the only thing that will keep Fluffy asleep, of course, is music. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> uh, the only thing that I... Uh, I never wear pants when there's anyone in this room. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I, shouldn't have said that. Um, I can only get off when I'm strangling her. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Of course, I'm I fully am... circumcised. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I have never washed beneath my armpits. Oh, I should never have said that. I drink I the should not juice of apple. <laughs> but Paul, what else was on? Then they find Neville and he's stiff in his, his pyjamas. What? <laughs> well, I've put here, they decided they're going to go and stop the white Snape. And yeah. I've put Neville tries to stop them, but Hermione yeah. murders him. <laughs> it's horrible, isn't it? Yeah. It's really horrible. He goes, he, like, he's dead. As you say, he goes stiff in his pajamas, which yeah. I've heard is a thing when you're sharing a dormitory with boys. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he, he he dies, and then yeah. they get to Fluffy, who's asleep. Someone's done enchanted a harp. Enchanted a harp, so he's all snoozing. Yeah, and um, mm. so they 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 go in and. Um, mm-hmm. uh, they go in, and, and <laughs> this the is dog where it goes up. a bit Last Crusade, isn't it? Where yeah. there's like different rooms, and they've mm. got to go through all the rooms. Also, if you're listening the to the Wizzy Pods, mm. it's exactly it's a bit um, Death to the Daleks slash Pyramids of Mars as well. If you, or the, if, if the so episode wish. of Last Crusade that Tom, Nina, and I did a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, listen to mm. that. That's a lot of fun. The first time we met. Oh, that's lovely. Memories. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so Fluffy wakes up, so they have to go through the hole, and then there are, as you say, there's these things they have to do. Yeah. So there is right, there is a deadly plant called Devil Snare, which seems to, if you don't move, it helps mm-hmm. you to the ground. Yes. Then there's a room filled with aggressive keys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which mm-hmm. is awful, and then a giant chess game, which, t- to my eyes, mm-hmm. you could just walk through. No need to now, get I on the chess no pieces at all, it. really. No need. Yeah. But they drag 20 minutes out of this chess bit. It's like, try it, Doctor, it's as easy as pie. That's a little exactly. reference it's, it's, five it's doctors, The five uh, doctors. The five doctors. At least the five doctors has the good grace to only last for three minutes that bit. Yeah, that's just true. just gets wrong yeah. getting on top of a, a wizard's chess piece. Yeah. <coughs> you mean the chess piece, Ron? <laughs> and then Ron yeah. gets knocked out because he gets checkmated. Yes. Which is um, lucky because everyone else is getting like murdered and stuff, and he uh, he doesn't do too badly out of it. Exactly. No. no I just think also, he, he could have it. just jumped. He could have jumped off the chess piece before <laughs> by the other chess piece. This, yeah. this, this, Easily. This wants you to think we live in a world where people don't have free will. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which is what this the is BBC all... want you to believe, by the way. Bloody hell, you're mm. damn right. That's right. Yeah. Well, this is all a bit um the end of Time Bandits as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's got a bit of a vibe of the end of Time Bandits to it. Yeah, except he doesn't bring like spacemen and cowboys. 
No, that would have been fun. This is just like a lot of chess, isn't it? It's too much chess. But then we get to the bit of the film because now I wanted to point, I wanted to, I sort of made a note of what you mentioned earlier, Tom Crowley. Mm. In that, you said this film spends the whole film saying this is the dustbin that worked for the Hogwarts, you know, (laughs) setting up the world. I always Mm. think when you've got a first film in a franchise, Mm. they don't have to be asked with the villain and the ending. Right. Because all they're there to do is to furnish the apartment. They don't care who lives there. Yeah, right. They just want to set up a load of mysteries and go, there'll be better yeah. stuff along This the- is yeah. the world. Mm. When we get to the next one, it'll the wheels will start really moving. So yeah, we get yeah, into yeah. the final room and it's Quirrell is the baddie. Yep. Uh-huh. He was putting on that stutter, which is God offensive to people with stammers. Yeah, yeah. Paul Roddy yeah. Barker. Yeah, Keir Stammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Keith Stammer. Keith Stammer. I want to be Michael Palin's kids. father, famously. Michael Palin's father. Aww. Um um yeah ronnie barker <laughs> end of list yeah um yeah jasper carrot yep <laughs> did he ever stammer i have no idea oh. no. so then he says let me talk to him in my voice that is not important <laughs> and, and, and quirrell removes the turban yes and and he's got he's got a voldemort's head on the back of his head Terrifying. Mm, I like that. Now what happens really? when Voldemort wants to go out and suck off a unicorn? What what's, <laughs> what's the deal there? Does he have to like walk backwards with his like limbs all stiff? Yeah, is yeah. it like that yeah. most that film called Maleficent? 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 With Angelina <laughs> Jolie. No, the yeah. recent one where the lady has a d- demon on the back of her head. That's oh, Maleficent. Uh, Malignant. That's... Malignant, thank you. Malignant, oh, right. it's like that, yeah. It's, yeah. This is Malignant, it's a precursor it's to a Malignant. precursor to Malignant. So basically, and that guy who had a head on the back, the face on the back of his head, the guy who, who okay. existed in real life who killed himself. Cause the I haven't seen it, is it good? Awful things. Is that basket case? Yeah, he's <laughs> a real guy. I can't remember real his guy name. killed himself because he had a face on the back of his head. Yeah, yeah. Did the I face talk? Yeah, I think it's a urban legend. I don't think it's actually I true. I don't think that's true. Which, no. which mouth did he put the gun in? <laughs> in one, out the other. That's exactly, how it works. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, guys, it's been so great to see you. I'm going to go. But, like, is this... It's... It, okay. See ya. It's Bye. Nearly midnight. Okay, so, it's nearly midnight yeah, where okay. we are, no, guys. Let's go on. Let's go on. So... So Voldemort's like, I'm going to kill this child. And then he goes to touch him and he burns. Yes. Because Harry looks in that mirror and somehow the Hmm. stone appears in his pocket. That's very Never explained. No, No, yeah, I I wondered about that. I've written here, um, Harry manages to Raiders of the Lost Ark Quirrell using (laughs) love? (laughs) Question mark? (laughs) No, I feel like love was a replacement word for semen. (laughs) Oh, Okay. So you're like saying his pocket the, was um, full of, of jizz of and yeah. he managed to squeeze <laughs> it hard enough that it became diamond. My favourite Spin Doctors album. <laughs> yeah, half full of jizz. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Um, yeah, so he, one he, hand yeah. in my pocket. That's Alanis Morissette. That's Alanis That's full of jizz. They had a pocket full of kryptonite. That's Alanis Morissette. Oh, yeah. Pocket full of jizz. Isn't it ironic? It's like the Philosopher's Stone being conjured up out of a pocket full of jizz. It's like, run! And he's the my best friend. It's yeah. like going to see <laughs> Percy Jackson and the Lightning Thief when you go to see Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> anyway, so yep. Voldemort is like Ooh, and melts, and then and yep. then he flies through Harry <gasps> as a gas. Mm. Is it a gas or a smoke? <laughs> well, gassy smoke. Gassy smoke. 
Let's call yeah. it a, a goke. <laughs> a goke. <laughs> he flies yeah. through Harry, knocking Harry yeah. unconscious. And then he wakes up in the yep. infirmary and we get the first instance of Dumbledore sitting on his bed saying... Oh, no. Well, first he says, uh, the stone has been destroyed to prevent it being misused. And then he yep. says, Dumble and then he says, whatever happened in the dungeon with Quirrell is a complete secret. <laughs> Just don't mention it to parents or anyone who if has I was access Harry, to legal... Like, what did happen <laughs> I don't remember anything There's like that. There's an Ofsted inspection next week, so let's not talk about it. <laughs> I'd like uh, I'd like the offset inspection because they'd have, they'd have to hide people like nearly cancelled Nick in a cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there's too much whimsical shit being shot at you, so, so it really is like you've got to. Too much. There's the fucking Hitler, Hitler duck wandering the corridors. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. A puma a that centaur. likes Mussolini. There's a centaur who's. Top half is, uh, all I can think of is J.K. Rowling. But anyway, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've moved past that now. Basically, the last time Harry Potter woke up in a hospital bed and someone said, we've destroyed the stone, it mm. was because he wasn't eating enough vegetables. That is the... Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. So kidney stones. Drink some more. I liked it. I liked it. Um, <laughs> but Dumbledore reveals Harry defeated Quirrell with love. Yeah. His parents' yeah. love saved him. Right. So that's then nice. Harry, Ron and Hermione are given... Mm. Well, they, we get to the Great Hall and it's like... Slytherin this year for the House Cup. They are given <laughs> 600 points. Mm. Gryffindor, 300 points. And it's <gasps> like, oh. And then he goes, oh. but Harry, <laughs> Ron, and Hermione get 299 points. Mm. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, well, Slytherin have still won. And he goes, but yeah. Neville tried to stop them and they murdered him. So he gets <laughs> 10 points. Ten and points. Gryffindor win the House Cup. It's it's a really Dumbledore going like I'm I'm really sorry to say hmm. that actually you're going to be busy because you're coming through to the judges' houses. It's a real like you know the, the <laughs> false thing about like yay. And then that's the end of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. This one, what I can't remember the exact like. Oh, is it like a freeze frame of them all smiling and everyone's just yeah. really happy? Yeah, yeah. they all got those pointy yeah. leisure hats on. Yeah, <laughs> a bit like KKK hoods. We won't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I think yeah. the, the very last thing we see, because obviously there's, you know, there's certain memes on the internet, obviously, that come about with Harry Potter. Mm. One of which is that the fact that one of the Harry Potters ends on a freeze frame of like the weirdest shots. The it's third possible. one, when he's riding yeah. his broom. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this one ends, I think, with a lovely um, uh, view of like uh, the, the train leaving. And, uh, and That's right. Robots. He gets on the train yeah. and Hagrid gives him a photo album. That's nice. Says, I've made you a thing here if you promise not to tell anybody about me <laughs> in general. <laughs> I probably shouldn't tell have said anyone that. anything. <laughs> yeah, sure. I removed the last picture that you took for. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> yeah. The one I accidentally took of, of you this... in the bath. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> My summary of this film was um, it's very like the Edinburgh Fringe, isn't it? Because mm. it's about some posh kids who go from their home in London mm. mm-hmm. up to Edinburgh where they exercise the skills that they had already developed to try and win, to try and win the approval of some gatekeepers who yeah. had already decided who they liked before the game began. <laughs> oh, God, that's, that that's horrific. Absolutely perfect. Is that fair? <laughs> I can't believe how perfect that is. Oh my god! And there's like an old alcoholic who like teaches you the ropes, and is yeah, like, "This is right. how yeah, everything yeah, yeah. works." Yep. Yeah. Uh, the fucking lying whores. Oh, 
I should I not was, have said that. <laughs> I was longlisted in 1996. Now don't no. uh, give out the brochures when you're flying. Oh, I should not have said that. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you. Oh, I shouldn't have. Remember, Harry, you're going to be ten grand in debt. Oh, I probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody. Thank you for sticking with us. We got there. And I would say, I would hmm. say, I think, I've seen a lot of things about um, how Emma Watson, I think she's really good in this film. I think she's they're all a, yeah, kid actors. Amazing in this, yeah. And I think they're all really fun. I think they all do it really nicely. And yeah, I, I, I think this is such a good little Christmas film. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I went to the cinema to see this with my children a couple of weeks ago because they were doing a 20th anniversary screening of it and oh, yeah. I had a great time with it oh good it's still a great little film and it's still magical and it's got every I think it's the last instance of that kind of Spielbergian magic mm. before they start captured on film before mm. they started sort of trying to ostentatiously recapture Amblin magic and make yeah, it quite cynical. And, and before everyone got cynical yeah every film yeah. now is cynical that's we were right. talking about the new Spider-Man film earlier and that's just so cynical there's a lot um, of stuff where you're like, oh, is, I, I don't know, it's so, it's so weird, isn't it? Because this one obviously comes off the books. Everyone just wanted to see everything from the books recaptured. Mm. But I think they did it very well. David Heyman, I think, has a lot, you know, has a lot to be credited for that as well. Mm. Um, but they are just, they're joyous, aren't they? They're joyous. And I think they actually carry this on through for the whole, um, yes. yeah, for the whole series. Until that director takes over, what's his name? The one who does the last three and that you can't see what anything <laughs> well, they get very serious then, don't they? They, they all get so, very serious. They get dark, literally. That, like, yeah. If they're in a dark room, you can, you can just see like their eyes. <laughs> and I love it. I love mm. my films going ridiculously grown up at the end. Like yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's mad. But no, they're, they're they're such good fun. I was about to say what we're going to score this out of, but <laughs> that's a different. No, podcast. that's that's wheezing growing thing. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I would say that. Um, Tom Neenan, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. This has been a ridiculous, self-indulgent <laughs> bit of fun. I've had so much fun. I, and I'm sorry if you don't like it. You can start off. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Tom. I'm talking to people at home. But I'm sure you're on a long car journey to visit Aunt Matilda in the in the Highlands. Yeah. And uh, God bless you for listening. And Tom Crowley, thank you so much for joining in. A huge pleasure. I look forward to emailing you in several days to ask you to take this down. Mm. Uh, <laughs> various reasons. When but, you get the uh, call from Edinburgh for a... Uh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, John I'm rescinding your venue offer, Tom. <laughs> John Cleese is credited cunt. above Robbie Coltrane in the credits. That is. And maybe it's. Right. Maybe that's alphabetical, though. It no, might, might be, be alphabetical. That yeah, feels yeah. mad, though, doesn't it? Yeah. It, does. it shouldn't be right. No. What's wrong, not right is that we've never seen a deleted scene with Rick Mail as Peeves. That just feels wrong. Oh, how how can that not have it. been saved by anyone? That's astonishing. Yeah. Yeah. When he says that he was being disruptive. I love right. it. But you want that, right? That's why you mm. hire Rick Mail. Yeah. He's supposed to be he's a like cheeky poltergeist. Fred. That's yeah. right. I'd love Rick Mail now to be a cheeky poltergeist to my house. Now he's dead. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that'd be so, it'd be so comforting <laughs> oh. to know he's there causing mayhem. Oh. It's just made me feel sad now. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on that <laughs> note, <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everyone. Thank Merry you, John. Thank you, Tom. Toms. And uh, we'll see you all in the new year, hopefully, on another crazy adventure. No. Oh. Let's Bye. get in a car and fly to the Edinburgh Fringe. Let's do it. <laughs> Love you, everyone. Bye.
Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.